Well, 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 well. Welcome to the Low Birds channel. Got a new podcast for you today. We're starting off with a little Low Bird review. We always talk about Thomas's band, or we used to talk about it a bunch. When he was playing shows and pandemic wasn't shutting down the world. But this is Thomas's band. Yeah. It's like, fucking sick. You had you had you had rhythm at one point in your life. One time, <laughs> I met a dude looked like Rick James the other day. Pulled him out of the mud. He's like, "You play you play guitar?" I was like, "Nah." He has older black dude with clearly a rug on his head. Like crazy looking dude dressed in Redskins gear, the whole nine yards. He's like, "Check this out." Opens the garage door. He's got like a full studio set up in his shit. He's like, "You want to play real quick?" Like, next call is coming in. I'm like, fuck, man, I can't. I was like, all right, cool. Let me hit the skins real quick. So I get down to kit. I'm like, man, I haven't played in like a year almost. No even reference to where to even start to play anything. But I'm a shitty drummer to begin with. I just stay in the pocket. You can listen to the song and tell. Loosen it up. Let's make a call. Do it, do it all a little differently this week. Yo. Yo, Jake. What's up, bro? We're listening to, Tom- we're listening to Thomas's yeah. band. We're taking it easy this week. What is? What do you got? Like tunes going in the background? Yeah, this is Thomas's band. We have we never listened to it. We talked about it on the podcast. Can you hear it? Yeah, I got to play it through the through the setup. So, yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, so you can hear what's going on. All right, cool. We're bringing it down. Bring it on. Oh man. Yeah. All right. People are gonna be craving more. We'll play some more. It's a end. good thing. We'll play. We'll play a Thomas Band song at the, for the outro. No intro music this it, week. You know, is I'll hit that, you with is the, that the name of his band? What's What's the name of his band? Low Birds. Low Birds. But it kind of got dissolved Low because Bird. of because of COVID. Low Birds, kind of like a low flying airplane or <laughs> a chicken. Like, oh, y'all dissolved in the COVID. <laughs> Sorta, yeah. It kind of sucks, but Just, whatever. Haven't got the boys together. Haven't got the band back again. Back together again. Our bass players like got a high risk kid in the household. So he's not really doing anything. And then our guitarist lost his fucking mind. So, oh. Ooh. Like went went real aggro. Was trying to hurt people. <laughs> we're like, oh, nah, well, that's not that's not good. Yeah, we can't have that. Which is crazy because normally it's the drummer that goes crazy. Nah, dude, the drummer's <laughs> not even part of the band. The drummer's always <laughs> the guy that goes wild. Yeah. But I'm uh, just like a different guy every week, or what? Yeah, yeah. It's like a, a, a the joke is like uh, you know nobody pays the drummer or shit like that. Or I heard a joke the other day, a music joke, and it's kind of a dad joke, but it was like a trombone player and a frog are walking down the street. Where are they going? And the frog's know. going to a gig. The trombone player's <laughs> not. Wah, wah, wah. All right, all I, to- right. I totally missed the joke. I don't know where I was at. Bow, bow. Yeah, bow, 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 bow. yeah, I missed it. I missed but right it. now, nobody's going to gigs. It's kind of sad. Yeah, live yeah. music took a huge shit in this whole thing. Yeah, we did like release another record or an album or 
EP or whatever during all this shit, but it was like all our leftover recordings. We were just going to release anyway at normal time. But Bad timing. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I Good. go to uh, I go to a lot of concerts, so it, like yeah, this really sucks. Like I I'm usually at like a concert or two every month, if not more. So yeah, I mean, fish is still playing, aren't they? <laughs> they never quit. Oh, I don't they, know nothing about them. And they didn't they didn't make the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Dude, again. What, what's your what's your scene? Do what kind of shows you going to? That's what I want. Uh, I go to a lot of like uh, local rap shows and uh, hip hop, nice. and then I don't know, like uh, I guess you could say indie rock, indie pop kind of stuff. Okay. Just whatever's playing at First Avenue or this place called the Palace, or you, you know, whatever. We're indie country, so we'd fit right in. Like I always enjoyed that, go. like shit, like growing up, just like all right, well. You got those couple of venues that you like to going to, so you just like go there anyway. You just go there and you find new bands and new music, and sh- even some shit you never would go see, you might find out that it was cool and something you'd be into. And like every bar, oh yeah, or just like go to a bar, yeah, exactly, yeah, and see what the hell's going a on there. Stage and like some like unknown band in there, just like pouring their heart out. It's, it's very rare that I'll like see a live band that I'm like uh, that I hate it. Uh, I mean, oh, I don't trash. particularly listening. <laughs> I don't particularly listen to every genre, but I'll I'll see a live show of pretty much anything. Yeah, I do. I worked at a music venue, so like I definitely had those times where it's like you're just like yo, this is <laughs> trash, bro. These, these, yo, please these, stop. <laughs> yeah. These morons are touring. <laughs> Dude, I had this. I, How so, are they making any money? So I used to work. So I used to work in this video. I did sound, and um, there was this. We used to do these, uh, these like rap, like kind of like a battle of bands kind of thing. But it was like rap artists, and they all like mm-hmm. you know paid their little money to get on and perform, and like got their little time or whatever. And there was always like this one dude. He come back every month, and like. He, uh, he had the worst rap name, too. I he wish gonna, I could remember the he name. He was trying to hit the 8 Mile, man. Oh, yeah. I wish <laughs> I could remember his trying name. Trying to get discovered. But like, and he, yeah, he's like, putting in the work, right? He, yeah, he like, was definitely, you just want to pull him aside and be yeah. like, hey, man, no, nah, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> he was definitely like starting from the bottom, but he wasn't here yet. <laughs> but he'd be up there with his boy looking like dusty, and he was like... And he put on this track, and like he'd always have some new song or some shit. And this one time, like Fallout Boy had just came out with like this new song, and he like took the Fallout Boy track and like used that as like the beat or something. But it still had it still had like the Fallout Boy like hook and all this shit in it. So he was like rapping, and he's using this Fallout Boy hook, and I was like, this is not working. Like, <laughs> I, I imagine it'd be like DJ Homeless for the guy that like doesn't have internet or TV and he shows up just kind of like not aware of the times and just mm. raps about really irrelevant shit. <laughs> like nothing that's actually going on in the current moment. That'd be so funny. Like if like you were, if you were serious about fuck. it, you're just like 10 that years. like a good bit. Yeah, all your topics, you're like 10 years behind on all your punchlines. DJ Homeless. Yo, why is everybody wearing masks and shit? I don't get it. Yeah, I get my information from the fucking magazines that are like leftover leftovers dropped off at the shelter. So like this, you know, that's what I got. Uh. All right, all right. Real, to really back in, uh, welcome to Moped Money Podcast. This is a podcast that uh, loosely talks about mopeds here and there. I'm Thomas Chisholm, and if I don't mention your name, I'm definitely talking about you. 
I've, I've heard this podcast before. And we got Jake Kane, aka the Weld Wizard, aka who has the, a real moped shop. I <laughs> got a real shop, no, you know, no, a real no. shop. <laughs> He's also got um, the uh, the hot sauce manufacturer company, just like busting out the sweetest sauces ever. You know, I, I wish I could manufacture it. I ain't, I ain't there yet. Full time. We got like, we got little kids squishing peppers barefoot in the backyard. Like, <laughs> oh, that sounds, sounds brutal. <laughs> like, oh, that would suck so much. You gotta get, you gotta get like a real hungry dog and just like put it in a, like a turn spit, you know, mm. crushing grapes and whatever the hell you're using. Yeah. The, for real, that hot sauce oh, is fire though. Yeah. It's good shit. Dude, I bought a Which new ones hot sauce did I send? Today. I don't even remember. The peach ha- peach habanero or something or another, and then um, the green one. Was it green? Yeah, there was the other one was green. No, no, there wasn't a green one. I only made one green one, like and a, I didn't send like it br- to you. It was like a brown color or something. Yeah, there was, was a, it? Uh, so it was like the grilled peach molten heat, and then was it like the titanium, like the garlic pineapple one? No, or? it was a habanero. No. It was a one was a habanero, and one was a peach. Whatever, they're, was both, it, uh, they're both good as fuck. Was it roasted red pepper habanero? No, fucking asshole. I don't remember, man. Jesus. It's a sauce. I don't have, I don't, I don't, we don't have the sauce right here in front of I us think to we remember. Ha- I don't know. We still have the container. But you like them. You yeah, yeah, they were yeah, sick. They were I'd like to have a case or two of them. Oh, yeah, actually. Sweet. Say that. Yeah, yeah, if I ever, if I ever make it again. Ugh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Like yeah, red, I, I kind of got I kind of got burnt out on that. Like you know, it's like one of those hobby things where you do it to fill some time, and then it's like all of a sudden it becomes like a chore. Yeah, and like then no it's pets. just like ah, I don't. Want, I got to take a break from this. I got to do something else. But I'm 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 growing more peppers uh, right now from seed, and I'll have a pepper garden again this year. So I'll probably be doing more sauces at the kind of the end of the summer or fall. Yeah, okay. just send me a message. What kind of peppers do I need to grow? And I'll start growing them and shipping them to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I I had more peppers than I could than I could use. I had eleven habanero plants, and I ended up with like seven hundred and seventy something peppers. Damn. Yeah, the habaneros which, fucking pump out some peppers. Dude, it was crazy. I had no idea because I'd never grown peppers before. Actually, last year was my first time, and I I had no fucking clue. I thought. I, I didn't even know what to expect. I just planted a bunch of plants, and then they they just kept pumping them out. And I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, I got they, too much." They produce forever. I like growing uh, jalapenos because yeah. I use like the cream cheese and get some bacon bits and just cream cheese, split a jalapeno, yeah. scrape it out real good, and bacon bits and just eat it raw. It's so fucking good. I don't even. Do like, you ever? I, most people put them in the oven. I don't fuck with that. I like to eat them like that raw crunch. Oh, just straight up with the crunch. Yeah. It's so Did you good. ever let them go until they're until they're like fully red? I have, but I don't usually eat them. I usually just use them for cooking or something. Yeah, they're they're fucking good when they're red. They they get a little bit sweeter. They lose some of their heat, but they're really easy to munch on. So I'm not much on the hot shit. So I like them with less heat. Yeah. Scrape out all the you know like what's the white membrane? I forget what the, what it's called, but I scrape all that crap out. But, yeah, the membrane, the cell wall, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what gets you. That's what's the hot, the hot part of the pepper, dude. That's that's the hottest shit right there for sure. Mm. Oh, that's a hot, <laughs> bro. <sighs> like almost like it burns just thinking about it, dude. I get the fucking hiccups the mm. second I eat something hot. I get the worst hiccups, dude. We had some uh, we had some Thai food this week. Like my my aunt, my, my, my mother in law was in town, and she's like, oh, "I'm not I'm not good with hot stuff, but like let we got we got Thai, and they're like, yeah, I just want the mild mild." 
And like, she got it, dude. Ripping, though. And she was just like eating it. And she's like, oh, this is spicy. And like, a couple minutes later, she's like, can I get some soy sauce? She's like dumping soy sauce in her tie. She's like, she's like, oh, like, Aaron's what's like, the well, theory behind that? Is soy like, sauce supposed to like just any kind of sauce, away? anything to like take, cut it down a little bit? I'd be like, yo, where's some. the sour cream at? <laughs> so like, put yum yeah, right. sauce in it, everything. You need something dairy in there, some cheese. <laughs> no, that, that sounds terrible. It's Thai food. You don't want cheese. Uh, <laughs> I did uh, kielbasa sausage and like beans, like just like regular pork and beans or whatever mixed mm-hmm. together. You burn up the kielbasas like so they crispy the bottom of the pan. And then you use the beans. You pour them in like cold and it glazes the pan and scrape it all up and then douse it in hot sauce, the whole thing, like let it stew for a hot minute. So good. Spicy fucking beans and kielbasa. Can't mm-hmm. fuck with it. One pan meal. I'm an, I'm a I'm a fan of just like the plain pork and beans. Like I ate that growing up, so mm-hmm. like I'll just like some good some good beans, like a good can of beans. I like them out of the can. I don't even cook them usually. I just yeah. open the I can and eat them cold. Wow, it's cold now. Oh Jesus! Yeah, that's gross. That's some hobo shit. <laughs> I right had there, a right? I had a I had a little challenge for myself when because I was growing all these hot peppers. I'm like basically like if I'm growing something, like I gotta try it, like I gotta eat it. Oh, so I thought you were gonna go. I, like... I had. I ate at least a chunk of every single pepper that I grew, and I grew some really, really hot fuckers. And there was one that I was like, kind of like walking around, going for like a good fifteen minutes, trying to eat like all the cottage cheese in my fridge and shit. fucking nose, yeah. What, what, what was it? Was it ghost pepper? Was it like a, a Carolina Reaper? It was the. Uh, um god what the hell did it it was a c22 peach which was like grilled peach molten heat mm-hmm. which i used actual peaches in and then the c22 peach pepper which was like a, it's like a carolina reaper hybrid okay but it's it's peach colored and the carolina reaper is like the hottest pepper yeah, red that so peach, it, molten uh, peach fucking hot sauce hands down super legit real good yeah, and I, I barely used any peppers in that, and it was still fucking hot because yeah. that, that pepper is so goddamn hot. You ever do the uh, hot sauce armpit challenge? Fuck. Are you trying to kill yourself? Ugh. What? Why, Why would you? It's like one of the most sensitive parts of your body. It yeah, absorbs everything. Dumb. No, thank you. It's like fucking alcohol enemas or something, just trying to kill yourself. Yeah, it's just <laughs> as bad as uh, uh, icy hot on the balls. Okay, man. That, was, that only happened one time. <laughs> I never did that again. Come on. Did you do that? Yeah, by mistake. What? I never told you guys. I think you probably did, but Jesus, man. Uh, so this one time we're at my friend's house. So we're chilling. I'm young. We're dumb. Like I got like I got stranded in Northern Virginia for like a week. Like I went to like Warp Tour, and and I just like got a ride up there and I didn't drive. So I was like in Norway, hanging out, just going from friend's house to friend's house, kicking it. Like, and we're chilling at my friend Gary's. I'm like, everything's going good. And I'm like, and I remember this stuff called gold bond. And like, you put gold bond on your little, you know, your, your boys and it gives you a nice relaxed sensation. It's cool. Yeah. It's like the gold bond with gold bond with menthol in yeah, it or it's whatever. Cool. Everything's yeah. cool. Like if you're, it's like, it's not going to get sweaty, not going to get sticky. Helps keep like from chafing and monkey yeah, butt and all that shit. Yeah, it's great. And I was like, Oh man, she has some stuff in her closet, in her like, in her medicine cabinet. Like, oh yeah, this is that stuff. Yeah, this stuff's great. And I took like a big slab of it and I put it down my pants and put it on my balls. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's like gold bond keeps your shit cool. I'm like, ah, it feels so cool. And it is cool for a minute. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I was like, oh, ah, 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 ah." and I was just like running to the bathroom. I'm like, 
drop pants, like balls like in her fucking sink, like splashing cold <laughs> water in my fucking shit. <laughs> and they're just like all my friends just like on the ground. And dead, I seen your balls. Laughing. You had to get really close to the sink. Yeah, they're small. They're not, <laughs> I don't got Brad's danglers out here, dude. <laughs> Yeah, that's that like uh, when you're if you don't if you don't wear um, gloves while you're cutting hot peppers or even once you're done wearing the gloves like you accidentally touch your knife or something before you before you wash it and then and then afterwards like an hour later you like touch your eye and it starts burning or you go to go to the bathroom and now your yeah. fucking dick's burning it's just yeah. like holy shit you got to be really <laughs> careful with that stuff spicy boys oh, yeah. <laughs> spicy boys <laughs> dude I, remember- I think that's how you get into the spicy boys actually <laughs> yeah you dip your pecker in a fucking ghost you dip your pecker in, in a, a ghost pepper, pepper. In yeah. a pecker in a pepper <laughs> you little pecker in a pepper yeah. Dude, I remember we went to New Orleans rally. We're at Mono, and Charlie Buzzard. We've definitely told fucking... we've definitely told this story before, but it's like Charlie Buzzard's talking all this hot shit. Like someone like had some pepper spray on them, and they're like, Charlie's like, I've been to jail. Pepper spray ain't shit. Like, and like he sprays the pepper spray <laughs> on his hand. And Did like, he spray it on his, on his tongue or something? He sprayed too? it on his, like, his hand or his finger or something. He put it in his mouth and like ate it. Like, man, I eat pepper spray for breakfast. This ain't shit. And like hour later so they went to the bathroom you like shitting fire dude <laughs> he got fucking the pepper spray that was on his finger on his dick he's like oh dude it was so bad <laughs> oh dude that shit hurt like, and you can't get it off it's like man you just gotta wait it out why does it stay hot when you shit it out <laughs> spicy booties i don't know man the, the, or the yeah like when it, you know, like you get a spicy butthole <laughs> Spicy I think it's boys. just the Who oils. Like the, your body doesn't break down the oils, so you know your your butt sensitive, man. <laughs> so good, mm. so bad. <laughs> it's like all the right things in all the wrong ways. Yeah. So so to reel it back in, this podcast kind of is about. All right, what were we talking about? Yeah, yeah. We're mo- talking about hot sauce. <laughs> mopeds, mopeds, <laughs> mopeds, mopeds. What's You're- the fastest hot sauce you ever made? <laughs> You guys do anything with uh with mopeds this week? Uh, I I was doing some welding for a buddy, my buddy Jed. Uh, he's a casseroler. He had he had a little tab. I had to weld on a fork, and then I'm kind of working on a couple of my own little projects at home. I got a TX50, a Tomos TX50. Then I'm I'm beginning. Like I got like 17 inch wheels on it and i'm doing a whole different shock setup and trying to make I'm putting way TX too much work up. into it the only way to make yeah, the tx50 exactly. where the shit is to put like real external dual shocks like a real moped on it yeah it's you got to do so much yeah. to make it bigger because well I, yeah and I, I i was supposed to it was supposed to be like a slap together project and i'm not good at that because <laughs> then i get then i get like way too involved and then all of a sudden i'm making it like like it gets to that point where all the comments are going to be like sweet, but like, why didn't you just buy a dirt bike? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where's your front fender? <laughs> Dude, I've seen like a couple, who's got the TX? I know Jess, uh, smog's got like a pink TX with like 17 inch mags. And like, it's like, yeah, it's bigger. It's still small. They're the exact same forks that are on any Tomos as far as size goes. So you can put anything on them. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I got the big ass forks from like, I think it's from the Tomos MX 80 or something mm-hmm. like that. They're like actual 
Paoli forks. Yeah, they were selling them. Treats, in treats had them yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's what I was where gonna I buy. From, I was gonna buy those for my cross build, but I was like, I went like full like dirt bike forks instead. Yeah, they're they're pretty they're pretty nice. I mean, we'll see how they actually perform. But the nice thing was is they use an actual like Tomo stem, so it was easy to put it on. Yeah. Dude, um, I mean, that's the... a big thing, right? Like, if you, like, Jason's, like, looking at all these dirt bikes, and it's like, oh, well, the headsets, like, the cone bearing or whatever, like, for, like, a real dirt bike shit. Ease of access, man. That's huge when you're building, like, a homemade anything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you really want to put the extra effort into, like, welding a new headset on or, like, doing all this crazy bullshit well, for I, I, a toy you're probably not really going to ride that much? Yeah, I ride mm-hmm. it enough to flex. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, yeah, but, like, a lot of people are just, like, going to get, you know, like, into the project, have these big fucking pipe dreams. Yeah. And I think I mean, having, like, easy parts to put on is key. That's true. But, like, I also, like, yeah. did a little bit of research into it. So the forks I did end up getting, I saw someone else had already put them on a maxi, and they said all they had to do was machine the cups. So there you I, go, I, all yeah. I was buy the cups and machine them down a little bit so they fit, and then, the, and then I got tapered Sweet. bearing set up. Yeah. That's um, See, I wouldn't I think about that. I'd, I'd cut the whole fucking headset off the other bike yeah, and weld it on. Yeah, bike chip. Yeah. That's what I was kind of looking at. You need, you need a Exactly. Like, so. you, could, you could just buy, like, a fucking... I mean, really, if you wanted to use, like, find, uh, like, some spoke wheels and, like, a good set of forks, like, you could just buy, like, a, a busted up, like, fucked up old dirt bike and, like, kind of okay, steal, steal it all for parts. But... Mm-hmm. Again, at that point, it's like, why are you, why are you putting a moped motor on a dirt bike? <laughs> Which is also the other key. I was like, damn, why don't we just buy like a straight up dirt bike, like 80 or 65, and just put a moped motor on it? They don't, they don't get to worry could, about it. like, yep. is, is uh, sprockets and spacing. Yeah, yeah, well, you just mount the motor internally in the frame where it should be anywhere, yeah. anyway, instead of like underneath the frame like that's one thing about dirt bike shit that bothers me people building like poo crosses and stuff it's like you look at any like modern dirt bike the engine's like in the cradle of the frame Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like how it i mean i don't know if it ought to be that way but at least it's protected you've got like a like an underbelly and shit like that but it raises it up changes your weight i don't know how much difference it makes but i think it looks really fucking cool so like i bought a dirt bike kids dirt bike frame the other day for 50 bucks and I was like looking at it, I was like, yeah, I could totally slap a fucking maxi motor right in here, just like cut the mounts off a of maxi, weld them to the frame, and then now that I've got a poop cross dirt bike, super fun. Yeah, Dude, yeah, I've got like, I've got like thirteen inches of clearance to the bottom of the frame in the middle of the bike. It's pretty, it's pretty fucking, it's pretty lifted, like and. And the whole thing about like just buying a dirt bike too is like, well, then, then I'm not doing, I'm not having all the fun that I, you know, like the challenge for me is like, I took a children's Tomos and I'm like kind of turning it into a real like usable partial off-road dirt ped thing. And um, it's fun. It's a lot of, you know, like a whole bunch of welding and shit. So, so do you know what a new KLX 110 cost? No. I don't know, probably way less than what I'm spending on this stupid <laughs> Tomo. <laughs> yeah, you could just like start it driving home. It's like twenty five hundred, maybe three thousand bucks out the door. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they're not I cheap, cheap. that much. Yeah, but, they're not cheap, cheap. No. But like, it's you know, like a shift. But I mean, you can buy like a used, like fucking little eighty cc or one hundred and twenty or one hundred and ten or whatever. I just and did. Fucking. And yeah, and it'd probably be like five hundred to a thousand bucks. Yeah, but it's half the fun. Um. Yeah. What'd you do for the swing? Yeah. Arm? Exactly. I uh, so I took the existing swing arm and I stretched it out. Let's see, I think five inches is what I added to it, and then I triangulated it so that there's a so that there's a big mono shock down the center spine of the frame instead of where it was existing. I'll, uh, I actually I don't think I've posted any pictures of it recently. Maybe tonight. So yeah, I'll, maybe I'll post a picture of just where I'm at with it on Instagram. Okay, sick. Dude, what's the, uh, yeah. did you ever see Adolfo's uh, TX that he was like building and trying, trying to make like a big one out of? I think he welded, yeah. like, he had like three swing arms welded together or something. It was so, it was, it was crazy. The swing arm was so long. It was like, <laughs> like the longest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen a, a few of them. Uh, Garrett around here, who's a casserole, he built one last year. I mean, we basically started building them at the same time, and he finished his. And I, I'm just like puttering. I didn't work on it like at all last summer. So, mopeds. That's cool, though. Sad mopeds. What do you got going with mopeds this week, Thomas? Built a new tool bench at the shop. Got my Gorelli going again. The little mini one. Yeah, took it for a whip around the block, working on that. Cleaned it out, you know, nothing fancy. Trying to buy shit. I've been doing tractors. <laughs> I'm a tractor dude now. Did you did you get that tractor? Did you end up getting one? Yeah, fucking bought a brand new like tractor with a backhoe and a bucket and the whole nine yards. Dirt track building time. Well, if I showed up to the house wearing a, tra- a tractor hat tonight, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, yeah, I had to fight for this fucking hat too because they're like, we don't have any hats. I'm like, bullshit. I know you got hats around here well, somewhere. What brand? What you got? What you got? I it's, didn't see any pictures. It's a basically a New Holland, so it's like the blue. It's a overgrown lawnmower, but with a backhoe mm-hmm. and a bucket. So it's kind of badass. Nice. It's it's small, four wheel drive, backhoe bucket, diesel motor. You know, little guy. I'm like, are they know. are they like attachments that you can like take on and off, or is the yeah. backhoe and the bucket like on it? No, you can take them off and put like a three point. Yeah. It's got a three point hitch on the back that raises and lowers. You can put anything you know, like farm related on it. But I'm like, yo, I didn't fucking spend all this money on a brand new goddamn tractor. Did and not I get, get a hat, hat <laughs> motherfucker, like or a t shirt, like something. Like, come on. <laughs> I need my farmer's hat. So the guy goes like, hang on, let me look around. He's, he goes poking around and finds a hat on the mechanic's desk. Uh, like one of the mechanics like <laughs> nabbed and he's like it's dusty as fuck and like dirty he's like it hadn't been worn yet it's still got like the the cardboard and the brim I was like perfect that's that's great i'll take it <laughs> motherfucker seventeen thousand dollars and i get a goddamn hat <laughs> better yeah we just got the stumps up already dude i've been working that motherfucker to death well like you know i don't know if you know anything about diesel motors but diesel motors love to be broken hard like they don't want to be started and idled for the first, you know, a couple of hours of their life. You got to start that thing up and work it. So that's what I did. Put her to work. Point zero one hours. I had that bucket in the dirt, fucking digging <laughs> right out of the gates. <laughs> that's what I thought, man. If I had a fucking a tractor, I'd be out digging holes where they don't even belong, man. Dude, I dug like a seven foot hole the other day around the stump because I couldn't get it out. It was like three or four stumps and one tree in 
I don't know why this tree bothered me so much, but I was like, fuck that tree. <laughs> so, <laughs> it wasn't the tree bothered you. It said you got a, <laughs> a new lung, No, it's a parking a area. Toy. It's like, I want to park my shit where this goddamn tree is. And it like, it's almost perfect, but except it's this fucked up holly tree sitting here that ain't quite right. Anyway, if it was a nice tree, like look good, you know, this tree looked like it had been like cut off 400 years ago and regrown itself. Mm. I was like, fuck this thing. But mm. the, but apparently when you have five stumps all in like one little cluster, it's a bitch. I dulled like three chainsaw blades, like trying to cut the stumps and mm. cut everything out, and then not fuck up the oak tree that's next to it. Yeah, it took me. I think I worked on it for eight hours. I had eight hours on the clock working on that stump, digging it out. Too much. I don't got time for that. That stump would have stayed right there. I bet there. you were you were loving it. You were you were you were having a ball. You're like fucking check out my new tractor. <laughs> Look at my hat. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I put a, a disco ball on it. So when the neighbors drove by, they'd be like, "Yo, let me borrow your tractor." <laughs> Start renting it out my, to the rest of the neighborhood. Pay dude, for the motherfucker. My friend hit me up. There he's you like, go. He's like, "Yo, bring it over." I'm like, "I didn't buy a trailer on purpose, motherfucker." <laughs> I'm not dragging my tractor to your house, bitch. Rent, go buy your own tractor. Money bags. Uh, Same sorry. motherfuckers that just spent seventy five thousand dollars getting a pool put in. Go buy your own tractor. Must be a nice pool. Uh, yeah, I bet it will be. Yeah, that's I'm, sick. Now you can dig your own pool, man. Yeah, well, that's the plan. I was, uh, well, dude, it's like justification. I didn't really tell Ashley I was buying a tractor until I had already bought it. So, because you know how that conversation goes. You know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission sometimes. <laughs> So like I've been. I talk- mean, she knows you've been talking about it, so it was it was bound to happen. One day it would just show up. Yeah, I've been warming her up to the idea. So I was like, "Yo, <laughs> I, I got to go to Fredericksburg in the morning to like check this tractor out." <laughs> but really, I'd already basically signed all the paperwork. And I just had to actually like put a physical physical signature on it. She's like, "You noticed I didn't say anything about this tractor, didn't you?" <laughs> Whatever. That's funny. Dude, um, I'm gonna I, die one day. I want a motherfucking tractor, a brand new one. Can't, can't take the tractor with you when you go. That's so. right. <laughs> no stump, I, those stumps I, aren't coming either. Well, when I croak, Ashley's next boyfriend's gonna have a nice little setup. <laughs> Dude, um, so this week in mopeds, uh, I, I rode a little bit, and 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 then I and then I wrecked a little bit. I saw I saw you rode. You wrecked. Road. Yeah. <laughs> so my buddy, perfect. <laughs> Perfectly nice bike. No longer perfectly nice. Oh, man. So I got like a really nice Cobra. Got a good deal on it. I think I paid like 600 bucks or something not running. Yeah. And like fixed it up. Like, you know, my wife ride it. Like she enjoyed it, but like barely rode the thing. I can't believe you wrecked Heat's bike. I rode a little bit. And then I'm like, okay, cool. Let me, let me, and then she sees it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Let me, let me get the bike back together. So I finally get it, the Cobra running, but I haven't really ridden it since I got back together. And I'm like, all right, man, let me just take it to work one did day. Did you get it running stock or did you? No, or, it's got the Polini on it. But what did it have on it before that? It had like, one, like the T- TCCD kit, the cheap ones. Yeah. You know, $20 pistons. Cool. Replace them all day. One of those kits. What car are you running on the Polini? Uh, I got a 19 OKO. Because that's what okay, I had. Because that's what I had laying around the garage. Why buy a new one? All right. Yep. Yeah, I'm. In, I'm into that. Like you got parts, use them kind of thing right <laughs> now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Plus, I'm not like a big like E50 like fan dude anyway. So it's like, all right, like use what I got, man. So okay, it's just doing doing just fine. Did you like rebuild it in your sleep? Actually, that's that's why you like the E50. Yeah, it was easy enough. I didn't do any of the extra steps. I was real lazy with it. Like I didn't space the cylinder studs. I didn't do nothing extra. Like 
<laughs> I did the ring gap, like a case match, and that's it. Like no porting. It was like it just works. It doesn't need anything special. Did you use Red RTV? <laughs> that's my favorite shit when you buy a bike. It's like, yo, I put a kid on it, and you look, and it's got like Red RTV gooped around all the cylinder shit, squeezing out of everything. everything. You gotta put it like... on thick, and then once you seal it up, you gotta smear it around the outside, make sure she's closed. <laughs> <laughs> ain't leaking through this I swear to god I, I put new gaskets on it and you look you're just like fuck man god I think that would be a, that, this shit I think that would be a, such a great joke to like build an E50 and completely cover the entire bottom end in, in, in RTV nah you just uh, rhino line it like, it sounds like a raffle bike just smear the whole thing with RTV like like we use like a paintbrush or like a like a like a like a butter knife or something yeah, like just lick. the most clapped together fucking raffle bike. There you go. Well, now what do you do? You do uh, you you flex seal the motherfucker together, right? And then you take all the bolts oh, right yeah. out. <laughs> and see, see how long, see how long it runs before needed. before all the parts fall into the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think actually, I don't think it would ever fall apart, man. Probably wouldn't run. If you got the cylinder on and it's closed up, that's we the, that, we had this idea of a, a race to the seas. Where you like cut all the cylinder fins off of a cylinder, like just a stock cylinder, mm-hmm. and we just see how long we can ride it around until it uh, until it until it seizes. We we got as far as making the cylinder, but uh, we never we never actually did the did the race to the seas. That's a good that would have been fun. You got to try it out. Well, the problem is like to have a race, there's got to be somebody else involved. <laughs> I know. Gotta, I know. We, we were gonna. Have, our, our thought was like you have like a betting system, like Ooh. you know, maybe it's like a rally activity, and yeah. you say like, all right, how long is it gonna last? Is it gonna last five minutes? Is it gonna last ten minutes? Five, you know, whatever. Everybody puts their money down on you know like their bet. At that point, you can build a bench motor. That'd be sick, though. And then, like, run it through an exhaust or something so it's not so fucking loud and just like, all right, cool. All right, we're taking bets. No, that's half the fun. You got to have, like, someone ride around in circles at the camp spot and just, like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, everybody from every club gets to take a turn riding around the circle. <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> got to keep it running. Who's up next? Don't stop. <laughs> but, oh, fuck. Back to the fucking Cobra, dude. So, I ride that fucking All right, I'll do, I'll do wreck. Cause yeah. I'm a dumbass, dude. My buddy came to town. He hit a banana peel, and, and I was like, "Oh, classic!" Yeah. Like he rides dirt bikes and shit. Like he does all the backflips and all that crazy shit. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, like check out these mopeds." And he's like, "What? Like those are sick. Like let me ride one." I thought you were talking about like scooters. He was confused with scooters. I'm like, "No, a moped." I'm like, "You can ride it." I Don't insult me. Yeah, throw him on a throw him on a kitted throw him on a kitted bike, and he like rips around the corner. He's like, "Oh, this is fun." I'm like, "That's what I thought." Yeah, it's fun. And then we go back to the house. He's like, dude, like it, it almost picked up on me a little bit. I was like pulling up on it. And then, like, I was trying to foot break and the, there was no foot break there. And I'm like, yeah, better be careful, boy. And then I rode to work the next day. And I'm going like, to get that coaster break. I'm chilling at work. And I'm like, ah, get off. I go to the post office. Just thinking about that. It almost came like, up on me yeah, all day. Yeah. And then I'm like, come and I'm like, there's no way. This is a Cobra. Like the Cobras aren't made to be coming up on anybody. A single speed E50. But I'm you like, sit over the wheel on a Cobra. You sit a little further back on it. So like, I'm riding back to work. And I'm like, and I had that thought in my mind all day, dude. Just all day. And like coming up on me. Come, I'm like, that thing's not going to come up on me. And I'm like cruising back. I'm like, let me see what happens. And it's like, just as the clutch starts engaging, I like pick it up. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it came straight up. No hesitation. And I'm like, okay, okay. And I hit the rear brake. 
and the rear brake is definitely not tight. This is like a, a barely braking like rear brake. I'm mm. like, ooh. So it starts coming. So, ri- down, so you got down. Richmond brakes. Yeah, and it slid down <laughs> and it came down. And I just built this bike, remember? And I'm like, I didn't pay attention much putting together. I was hanging out with people, doing shit. Might I have tightened the wheel up. Put some new new bars on there. I tightened it up with the with the fucking with the impact driver. Oh no. And I forgot that <laughs> the impact driver gets things tight, but you're not like trying to kill it with the impact driver. You're supposed to like do the impact and get your shit tight and then you take your ratchet or your hand tool finish and it you finish yeah. it off. This idiot did not finish it off. So as soon as the wheel <laughs> came down, the handlebars collapsed and I ate it in the middle of the fucking street. The bike like my fresh ass Cobra goes like skidding in front of me and I do like a front roll and pop straight up on my feet and some dude's walking his dog beside me. He's like, whoa, bro, are you all right? <laughs> and I'm just like, it's all good, dude. Walk it off. Don't call the cops. I'm like, it's all good. Walk it off. Walk it off. Like I'm telling him to walk it off or something. And like, <laughs> like I pick my bike up, like straight in the bars. It fires right back up and I ride and I ride out of there like as fast as possible. And I just get home. Did your, uh, did your like helmet like did you like slam your chest or your face into the fucking head stem or how'd that go? My like I came like chest down like on the my chest hit the tank like. Oh, <laughs> I came, okay. the, the bars collapse and I completely really collapse like into if you the. Look bike. at the tank it, real closely. You'll see a little nipple dents. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold that day. <laughs> but dude, it was like it was. It was super embarrassing. There was like a car in front of me. Like I, I went, like the bike landed on the, on the wrong side of the traffic. I'm like, I'm glad I'm shit didn't get ran over. And like, dented. God and damn a big it. Big ass did in the Cobra tank. But it's okay. Oh, it Because I, I got this buddy named Thomas Chisholm who's a professional uh, paint, oh, paint guy. They're a bitch to get out. <laughs> so I'm just going to have him bondo that shit up like nah, three you inches. weld it and pull it out <laughs> like it's supposed to be done. No, I don't. I don't care. Oh man! I'll say that. I'll, I'll let the next guy. I've got do the that. color. I can repaint it. No, I'll let the next guy do that. You know, when they buy my Cobra <laughs> for sixteen hundred dollars, um, <coughs> sixteen hundred. Doug, <coughs> sixteen hundred dollars is cheap for that bike, dude. <laughs> is it a is it a soft dent or is it like does it have a hard crease in it? Uh, it got a pretty hard crease in it. Well, it already had like tank dents anyway from like whoever owned it before me. Like they had the stock bar dents, you know. Yeah, like on both sides. Have you ever heard spots. of uh, doing doing the ice trick, like where you fill it up with water and put it in a freezer? Yeah, see, there was this guy who had this moped thread uh, about this bike called the Toby, <laughs> and uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is that the one where it splits the fucking tank when you freeze it? Uh, you got to be real careful with it. Um, it. It will keep expanding and like fuck fuck your shit up if you don't pay attention. So you got to keep like monitoring it. You can go see, to like when Freight. it gets out what you want. You can buy that little like a uh, welding rod with the uh, like a slide hammer from Harbor Freight for like two hundred. Like a stud, a stud welder to yeah. fucking pop dents. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. And then just hammer it back down and work the metal. Then you don't have to fucking worry about splitting your nice gas tank that's un- unobtainium. Man, you can find Cobra takes all day. What are you talking about, man? All day. Uh, Dime a dozen. They're Be careful. Be careful. <laughs> He's going to think we're talking about him. It's a deal. It's a dime a dozen. <laughs> I find things left and right. <laughs> yeah, but that was that was my, my fucking week with mopeds, man. I was like breaking my shit, riding the fox, you know. It's, I don't know. It was going fine. I didn't do anything crazy. No group rides. Oh, I did. Um... 
make a spectacle of myself riding down the street with a Slurpee. Mm. Like, just one handing down the road on my moped. Slurpee. Like, Slurpee straw, like, stuffed up through my helmet, like, sipping on a Slurpee. I like, don't fuck with Slurpees, yeah. dude. I'm a tropical <laughs> smoothie, dude. I love a motherfucking tropical smoothie. Yeah, trop- Trop's Miles or whatever. Let me get a Sideberry Boost from the uh, Broad Street store. That's the only mm. one that makes it worth the shit. But, yeah, that was, I don't know. That was entertaining. Just, like, I don't know. I bought a carburetor. What kind of carb? Uh, TM thirty three for what? For a DR two fifty or DR two hundred? Uh, asked this carburetor to drive me crazy, so I took it off and like got kind of drunk last night and made some measurements in the garage, staring at my sick ass fucking tractor. Eat a dick, motherfuckers! (laughs) (laughs) No one else cares about tractors, Thomas. Is the moped podcast? We care about mopeds. Yo, hey girl, (laughs) hey girl, go bucket ride. You know how many mopeds you could have bought for that fucking tractor? All of them. I don't know. They're sixteen hundred dollars. Not that many. A lot. Yeah, you can. You could have bought all the mopeds. But now I can build a dirt track. Huh? This is true. There you this go. Is true. And now we got someone to bring our dirt peds in the woods. <laughs> Chisholm Dirt Ranch. But Ashley's bike, her DR two hundred, never run with the fuck. Never, ever, ever. Brand new. Brand new. Out of the box. has never been worth a fuck. So I was going to put a, uh, what's the, it's like the PWK clone from Amazon on it, but the measurements weren't right. So I've been hunting on like a carb that had the right measurements for the spigot and the intake and all that stuff. So I ran across like, I think Dennis Kirk, you know, motorcycle. You ever fuck with Dennis Kirk, the motorcycle part? No. They're pretty solid for. Like, I've heard of it. I know of it, dude. I, I like. I I give them some credit, man. They're fast in their shipping. Their prices are pretty good, and like their staff is, you know, they'll answer your questions fast. So I ordered uh, one of those from there because the measurements were correct on it. So I'm hoping that flat slide Makuni will wake it up a little bit and actually be tunable, because it's got a, like a CV carb on it now, which is useless for that bike. It doesn't work good. And I rejetted it. It still sucks. Put it like the fifty dollar jet kit, you know. You say, oh, you know, buy the buy the jet kit, buy all that shit for it. Nothing works. So now I've got a you know a useless DR two hundred in my garage. I can't do shit with. So I might as well try to throw some more cash at it and see what happens. I mean, that tends to be how I fix mopeds. Yeah. Just throw a, little, throw a little cash at it, like a stripper. Well, like really, when you think about it, the bike is completely useless as it sits. You can't ride it. It's unsafe. If I were to put Ashley on it, I wouldn't feel comfortable with her driving around on it with a carburetor. If you hit the gas, either the stalls or whiskey throttles. Because it's just... Oh, yeah. That ain't no good. No. And I checked the valves. I checked everything. You know, like everything's in spec. Everything looks good. So it's like, you know what? I'm just going to see what happens. It might not work, but it might. Hmm. Well, only way to find out, right? Try. Yeah. And the carburetor was, a you know, reasonable price for... A carburetor. More money than the Chinese shit, but whatever. She doesn't work. know about that it, uh, yet either. I don't know. Hey, man. <laughs> never tell. No. I'll just wait for her to find out. Good thing she doesn't listen to the podcast. She'll <laughs> she, never know. She doesn't. Oh, yeah. She definitely won't. <laughs> yeah, she definitely won't. Yeah. We're, we're in the clear. Unless one of you guys snitch, snitches on us. Don't snitch on Thomas. <laughs> First rule of Open Money Podcast. No snitching. <laughs> Uh, Brandon Love's going to be listening to this shit. He's going to snitch on me on the internet. Dude, so... Oh, so, Jake hit me up like a week ago, and he was just like, what was the topic? You were like, man, I got a topic. Have you guys talked about this one yet? Like, like, what's it like? Um, Have you ever talked like, about like, like, meeting like, heroes or something? 
Yeah, like moped heroes or like moped moped celebrities. And I don't mean like real celebrities. I mean like within the scene. You know, when you're first on MA and you see all those names, and then you eventually meet the people, and you're like, oh my god, that's the that's the guy. Yo, that's that's T Murder from the Rebel Rousers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. So who was like who were who were some of your some who were some of your heroes uh, when you were first lurking? Well, I. I don't, I, I got some here. I, I guess the first one that I had thought of, because y'all, I did, y'all talked to King Pat, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I went to the Petty Cash Rally in uh, 2013. And I mean, that's all, it's already like past his time, I feel like, right? But he was there, and I had just started. It was like my first out of state <laughs> rally. And I had seen that, what's that, Satan since 2000-something? Satan since You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah, yeah. The documentary, and I was like, at first, I was like, wait a second, is this real? And then I watched the whole thing, I'm like, nah, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I had to ask around a little bit just to confirm. I was like, this ain't really the, what the, happens the in Mopeds, right? The beef right? with the Terribles was, was real. Firebombing bikes and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah buckets of those messages back in the day like when we first started like becoming a moped club and people were like yo i heard the satans are like aren't doing shit but like is there really still beef in richmond i'm thinking about moving there and i have a moped it's like yo it's all bullshit nah man, nah, man watch out dude the terribles are so fucking shit up stealing bikes running people over firebombing parties the, the terribles are like the summertime like uh city kids who are super bored and still steal bikes but they just don't know they're a club yet nah <laughs> But I saw I saw King Pat at the Petty Cash rally, and uh, it was my first out of state rally. I had been in the mopeds for like a couple of years or something like that. And I mean, for a first out of state rally, that was a that was a that was a killer one. That was it's hard to ever live up to that rally because it was insane. Were you guys there? Uh, was it the uh, the one at the hotel? Yeah, like the, the, with the, the last motel. one, the, the Meredith party, the retire- yeah, the yeah, retirement party. Yeah, yeah, I was there. That was a good one. It was fucking nuts. Yeah. But um, I, he was there, and he was, like, just sitting there talking to people when the whole ride was leaving. And I was like, holy shit, that's, that's that dude. That's uh, King Pat. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had only seen him on the Internet. Yeah. And somebody told me, it was like, yeah, he's, like, not even here to ride mopeds. Like, he's just partying. Like, he didn't even bring a bike. He's just, like, hanging out. And it like it, and I just it blew my mind for a second because I was like, wait, what? People do that? Yeah, that was that's you know, like you get that you get that noob status where you're like, what? There's there's people who've been in it so long they don't even come with <laughs> mopeds. Like they're just they're just there to fucking hang out and like party. And he's just sitting there on like a folding chair, like holding court, you know, just talking to people. That shit's hilarious. I don't even that's know like, if he rode a moped. <laughs> probably not. Probably didn't touch one. That's like such yeah. like a weird like upper echelon of like mopeds. It's like oh, we're so gun home, we're so into it. You just want to hit these rallies and go on these rides and have a blast. And then like I, like there's just some of those rallies where it's like you should pull up and like. There's a group of people. It's not just one. It's like five to ten to fifteen people who just showed up <laughs> yep. with no bikes, and they're yep. literally just hanging out, Ubering from fucking spot to spot. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, now, now I've been in it a while, and you guys you know the same status where it's like, 
you want to ride, but if you miss one, it ain't no thing, and you ain't gonna put any effort in, and you're gonna fucking party. Yeah, you I'm know? gonna have fun regardless. Like if my bike yeah. runs or breaks or whatever, you know. But I've still yet to show up with no bike at all and no plan, yeah. like no plan to ride whatsoever. So <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm I'm not I'm not old man yet, dude. I'm not like full. Yeah, life. I'm not at that level. <laughs> it's either that or you or are you just only come to every rally on a motorcycle. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that rally was like where the Grom versus official like shit went a little bit like too real. Like, because, because the petty cash people were all like, if you're official, like you can book a room ahead of time. And if you're official, you can go to this party. And if you're not official, like you can't do any of those things. And I, and then that was like the only time that I've ever seen that, like official, like, uh, I don't know. Exactly. Like where they were being really stupid about it. But the funny thing was, is like, if you just ignored them, like it wasn't a real thing. Like, what are you going to tell me to leave? <laughs> you tell me I can't book a room. Like the casserole is just booked rooms. Yeah. And we just went to the parties. It's like <laughs> the people who are like, oh, they won't even let us in. And I'm like, that's not a real thing. Just go. <laughs> oh, I love that shit. And they're like, you can't get in unless you have a wristband. I'm like, oh, yeah, watch. <laughs> exactly. Because if, if the people who don't have wristbands don't come here, then you don't have a fucking party, asshole. Well, and then they, I, I remember one party in like an upstairs room. They weren't letting people in. And like a couple of us just like, they showed up with kegs and we just started grabbing the kegs. And like getting on the lift elevator and going up to the party with the kegs, and then we were in the party. It's like you just gotta find a way, man. If there is a will, there is a way. <laughs> yeah, but like you if, just gotta if, find the fucking way. If people are not at the party, it's not a fucking party. Like everybody ought to be there. That part, that part got weird. We were in that weird parking lot that was like in that dark ass alley and like the bar things upstairs. Oh, and the one in New Orleans? No, that Chicago. Um, Oh, yeah, then. that's when I was, like, and fucking lushing up, over Bronwyn. <laughs> the party up there wasn't even sick. It was, like, I don't know. It was weird. Everybody was just standing around, and then, like, everybody out on this, like, patio thing were just, like, hanging out smoking cigarettes. But that's where all the kegs were, and, I mean, that's where we ended up. And I know, like, half the party was, like, down in the parking lot, and half of it was up in the... The tower. Up in that bar room or whatever. Yeah. And that fucking hotel room that was just, like, emptied out, like, a weird hotel dance party room. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe I. I don't think I was there for that one. It was like when uh, Petty guys had that hotel. It was our last rally. No, I don't think I went to that. Okay. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. I remember I was like, it was like fucking three in the morning, and I'm like uh, <laughs> doing some drugs with some people <laughs> on like a, a, a like a patio thing, and uh, or like what is it? I, I guess the balcony outside of the room. Yeah, and fucking one of the super crusty dudes from black black just like fucking whips his dick out and starts pissing off the balcony like onto the cars below where there's like people leave it to my club sorry yeah and fortunately there like, wasn't a good breeze right. you know like, if, you, if you're in like a high-rise building and you piss off everyone's of getting splashed no the fucking the- air like rushes up the building so oh, like yeah. your piss would actually go up in some cases you know it's just misting on everyone that was the same that was the same rally i got patched in oh nice yeah. his inception yeah 
And now you know, at that brewery party where they had like the 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 yellow cups with the um the dollar sign on it, where you like basically got beer for free if you uh, had your, one. Your petty, petty cash mug. Yeah. So we got a hold of one of those, and we just took turns like going up to the bar and filling it up and then <laughs> filling up everybody's cups and then going back to the bar and <laughs> filling it up. And we just, you know, like none of us actually paid for beer. <laughs> yeah, that was a smart move. That's the way it ought to be. I was also like, I was pissed too. Cause like when they went to that brewery, like no one really rode to the brewery. There was like a couple of us rode to the brewery and then like, everyone was like, ah, oh, we're, we're taking up fucking Ubers and shit. Well, there was an Uber. We had to figure out how to get a fucking cab, or or some people were trying to take the L, the train and shit. And it was a, it was like, how the fuck do we get to this place? Yeah, I remember we were just like GPS in the shit. Like, all right, dude, follow me. We got it. Right. Oh, out. you you rode? Oh yeah, I rode. It was far. It wasn't even like super close. Yeah, yeah, it was far. <laughs> I was like, dude, I came to a rally to ride. I'm not fucking, I'm not fucking I'm around. some miles on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was, um, I was on a loaner from one of my club members. Like, we showed up in force. Like, I think we had like eleven or twelve people there. Oh yeah. And uh, and I, I had gotten hit by a car earlier, like that year, and uh, I was recovered, but I wasn't on. Um, I was still limping a little bit, mm-hmm. but, uh, I was on a loner because my bike was still fucked up and, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't start it. Well, it was like, you had to run alongside it because mm-hmm. it didn't have pedals and it was a fucking push start pook. And I'm like, I got a limp. <laughs> I'm like, I was, I was really struggling. And so like, I missed the Friday night ride. But then I was like, man, I did not come all the way to Chicago to not ride. So when everybody left. I went out on my own ride and just like rode around downtown Chicago, like by myself. That's tight. I kind of like those moments too. When you're at a rally, you're just like, yeah, oh, I'll be back. And you just go exploring, like on your own. Exactly. Like, no see, idea where like, the yeah. fuck you're going. Yeah, go see some shit. Yeah. Everybody's just like, or, or like, yeah, those moments where everybody's just sitting around and you're like, fuck, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. Especially at the place like Chicago. Cause Chicago's got like so much like cool kind of touristy attraction shit. Like, are you telling me you're not going to go see the Michael Jordan statue? Because like, you know, people throw in their eyes like, the oh, bean. we're too cool for the bean. We're too cool for like the, oh, the tourist spots. Exactly. You know? I love the bean. They're I not gonna take... That's what I ended up going to. Yeah. I ended up going over to the bean and I like went like underneath the Sears Tower, you know, like went over there and mm-hmm. like looked at the park and shit. And I was like, this is fucking tight. And I just, I was actually, I parked my and locked up my bike and I was at the bean. And then the ride comes like cruising by <laughs> and I like ran back to the bike and I like ended up hopping back in the ride. And like two minutes later we were back at the motel. Yeah. It would have been even yeah. better if you had a gas station first. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, speaking of like heroes and moped heroes, like I know King Pat was like, definitely like one of mine just cause I lived here. Uh, I got the, mm-hmm. the business from uh, a friend of mine who I got into mopeds sort of with. And he was like, yeah, I know a guy who's into mopeds. His name is Pat. But he doesn't need any any like new friends. So, like, good luck contacting him. Yeah. And I got oh, him. yeah. And so, like, I would, like, I eventually, like, you know, like, challenge accepted kind of shit. I was like, fuck this. I'm going to find this motherfucker and, like, get his information. <laughs> I kind of knew who he was, you know, and, like, a little bit about him. But I didn't know him. And so I started, like, sending him messages but my messages, like, text messages weren't, Cryptic. like, no, they were, like, it wasn't, 
I like was very careful not to ask a stupid question. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I know this guy's in the mopeds. He's like my moped idol or whatever. Like you know, untouchable. I can't fuck with them or we don't really know each other. So I don't want to like come out of the gates and seem like a dumbass or a knob or like you know somebody who's not in the hobby. Like I want to learn something. So I was asking like questions that I actually needed to know. You know, like what's his opinion on this or points. You know, I'd ask some question about timing or points or like you know little things like that. And and eventually it worked out pretty good. I didn't ask a bunch of stupid fucking hypothetical nonsense, <laughs> bullshit, shit that's never gonna happen questions. I didn't ask them about bikes I haven't even bought yet. Uh, you know, yeah. The over the over explaining guy. <laughs> yeah, the over explaining guy. Ugh. How to do that? Like, hey Pat, I bought a Baxi. It doesn't start. I have done one, two, three, four, five. I think it's the points. Do you have a suggestion where the points ought to be set at? I can't find it on the internet. I've looked, you know, or something, you know, and this is like early internet times. So I really didn't, you know, I me, mean, I, I like now I can't use a computer where the fuck. So back then I was real bad. Dude, funny, funny thing is I, now when I, when people just ask like about a jet size, uh, it's like automatically jumps to just thinking they're trolling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like, tell them seventy-two. Like this is the ultimate like troll now. Like I don't think anyone's serious when they're asking about jet sizes anymore. Like what like, jet size should I run with this kit? I'm like seventy-two. Listen, guys, I got a new moped. This is the setup. What jet should I run? I'm like this. This has to be a troll. Like no one, no one's asking this question. Like in all honesty. Yeah. Anymore. I I get man. I've been seeing so many really just like insanely stupid questions on like. Lovers of Tomos, mopeds, or like any of those pages that I'm like, uh, do I even answer this? Like, this guy is he trolling or is he really this fucking dumb? Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, when they post like a bike that looks like clapped out and ratchet with a fucked up seat, and they're like thirteen hundred bucks. It's custom. It's like you look at it like this guy might be stupid enough to think he's got a custom bike, but like he also could be trolling. Yeah, it could go yeah. either way. Thomas wasn't here last week. I was like, so, and I know you don't listen. So I, I did listen. Oh, okay. I yeah. was going to tell you about the, the guy who was selling the fucking the bike, and he was asking like two thousand dollars or fifteen hundred dollars or something. I'm like, um, I offered him a hundred bucks. Yeah, and he was like, and he and he replied by sending me a picture of of the one bike that sold for five thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that's a horrible reference point. Like. Yeah, it's, it's like if you're looking to get an insurance claim, that's the bike you send them. But that's a real rare occurrence. Yeah, last week would have been. There was like a. Yeah. Last week would have been Danger, Danger's birthday, so I had a hard okay. week. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, there was a, there was like an Express Two or something like that recently that got posted up on one of the group pages that was like listed for something crazy, like ten grand. <sighs> I like the, I like the no. I, I think it was like one of those like it was like a showroom like kind of like maybe it had like fifty five miles or something you know got mm-hmm. something dumb but still like an Express Two that's like completely clean and has no miles on it is still only worth m- m- to the right person maybe a thousand dollars like or the a museum right like what are you person. gonna do with that the one yeah, exactly. singular I'll, right person i'll give the express a little credit because there are some like honda aficionados out there and some mini bike aficionados that want it perfect and they will pay two thousand yeah. bucks i've seen it like i've had yeah. a customer brought he had two of them one was pretty clapped out but one was mint he's like <laughs> my father used to own one of these like when we were a kid and like he paid, I, he must have gone through 
six or seven hundred dollars worth of service work with me. Just like he never rode the fucker. He would come in not running. He needed a spark plug and a carb cleaning. Like he never rode it, but he always <laughs> wanted it like ready to ride if he wanted it. So, you know, there there are a few people out there, but that customer is one in a million. Yeah. The one yeah. guy. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, my bike, it's the same shit with rare stuff. Like, yo, this shit's super rare. It's the rarest of rare. <laughs> like, yeah, but you can't fucking buy parts for it. You, it, it Does it have any value? Like a, a super rare, shitty hatchback Subaru. I posted one online the other day. Really cool car. I'd love to have one. But if I needed parts, where the fuck are you going to get them from? So like... It, you gotta make them, bro. It takes the value away from the car it, that it's so rare. You, it's you know you can't ha- even get things to fix it. See what I do is I just buy the moped first, and then I call Jake Kane, and I'm like, "Listen, bro, I need you to weld me this. <laughs> I need you to fabricate yeah. this entire piece I'm, for me." I'm dealing with that with this stupid <laughs> fucking Isuzu that I own that I've got the motor torn apart, and then the re- you know, like the motors in the shop because you can't go out. The motor is. Such an oddball engine, you can't just go get a used motor. It only exists. You have to buy. Oh a, shit! You got to buy a whole fucking truck to get a 2.6 liter motor. You can get the 2.3s all day long. The parts are cheap. They're more available, but the 2.6 is unobtainium. Better off just buying a 2.3 and calling it a day. No. <laughs> I know. Well, oh, realistically, I should LS swap it. I could for the same money I'm going to spend to rebuild this fucking Isuzu motor. I can put an LS in it. Move on with my day. Yeah, you got bigger things to worry about. All right. Tractors. So like, yeah, like I'm another moped, like fucking hero or, or somebody that you wanted to meet. Chad Burke. Y'all, did y'all meet? Did y'all meet? Oh yeah, did you meet Chad Burke? Never. Well, that's a never. Lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. But yeah, Chad was up. There. I never meted him, but I've met him. <laughs> I've 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 met Chad Burke. I think before. Maybe maybe it was. Uh, I think he might have done the pinball from here or something like that. I think he's got a moped uh, shop somewhere too. Well, that's why Chad was up on my list of like moped kind of heroes or people I wanted wanted to meet. Just because like I'd seen the pictures of like Quarter Kick and all the mopeds that he had in it. Well, and yeah, this is like, yeah. You see someone who's got that big of a horde of mopeds. You wanna, you have to see it. You're like, this is unreal. This guy's crazy. Like, why on earth would anyone have this many mopeds? I was always pumped to meet uh, uh, two people, and they're both. In the Kalamazoo area, I think Dan Kastner was always one of my like go to. Like, I really want to meet Dan because yeah. I liked mm-hmm. the idea of you know, like where he, how he started a shop and like mopeds and you know, the community. And he was members of the Decepticons and all that shit. And then, um, fuck, who's the other one? I was gonna, it's gonna spit it out of my Simon mouth. King, Simon King, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Simon King is rad. I had a good time talking with him. You know, the one time I've actually like sat down and you know like during a meeting and talked with him, he was a pretty interesting, dude. Well, that goes back to that whole uh, MA twenty, right? Yeah. You guys were there, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah, so that's where I I met Dan Kastner and Simon King. I, yeah, oh, no, we're, Dan we're like had already kind of <laughs> <laughs> Dan had already kind of you know like ruined his rep. So I was like, well, I want to meet him. And, and of course, he's a, he's a good guy. Oh, you know, he's a hell of a good guy. He's made some mistakes. Yeah. So harder, harder than, Simon, harder though, than Simon was fucking kick-ass. He's like one of the ones that I was thinking of. He's, because, like, uh, he's got his head on his yeah. shoulders. He's like, he's, you know, like fairly forward-thinking. The moped is clearly not as like... He's like a full adult. Yeah. <laughs> like when I think of mopeds, like he's like an actual adult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
in theory. <laughs> but he's still moped. Yeah. But like, it, but it was crazy at MA twenty. Like uh, he was, he was. Y'all remember the uh, what was it? A flea market that we went to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flea market was. Great. And then, uh, and then we were at the the concession stand. And I remember actually speaking of danger. You you were passed out, Thomas. Like you were like laying on the ground, and your dog was next to you. And that's the only reason. Like I know that it was you because I don't think we ever met. But I was like, oh, it's that dude with the dog. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I missed that. And that, was, that was tight seeing him the whole the whole time. But like you and like a whole bunch of Richmond crew were all at like a picnic table, like by that concession thing. And then Simon King was sitting by himself. And I was like, What the fuck is going on? Like he's like you can't get any more OG than Simon. And so like I went and sat with him and like we chatted for like a half hour. It was tight. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's forward thinking. Like, is you know, like clearly the moped army is not his first love or his only love. But he, you know, it takes a lot of dedication to keep it going, even through all the shit talking and garbage. And oh, I've done, yeah. and I, you know, like I, I can definitely say I've done my share. Uh, so, <laughs> so thank you, Simon, personally, from me to you to you know keeping the dream alive. And he's still like updating it. Like, there's yeah. been like multiple updates oh in the dude he's doing a bunch of shit like, right yeah, now he's yeah doing all sorts of shit keeping it going keep trying to keep it relevant you yeah know? one day he'll add a like button it's, it's hard <laughs> 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 it's like hard to compete with social media like uh you know for a site like that but it it's i don't know it's, it's still a better version of like how like social media i don't know it's, I'm still waiting the social the- media rabbit hole is definitely gone like real dumpster fiery like with the trolling and shit at least if you're trolling on MA, like, I don't know. It's different. I'm just pissed there's no, like, free moped parts section. So it's just a for sale. I don't want a for sale. I want the free moped parts. <laughs> well, it's, it's, uh, it's hard to find anything. Like, if, if the question's already been answered on Facebook or wherever else, like, there ain't no easy way to, like, find that information or track it down versus, like, Moped Army where there's, you know, a million answers and a million threads and it's all right there. It's all Googleable, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Dude, like yeah, I was saying, the, the Simon King thing, like when I was thinking about talking about him and uh, Dan and stuff, that like brings me back to like whole like the like kings of moped kind of thing. It's like I was like, yep. it was always like the open like it's like the dudes who own all the shops because there's not that many moped shops in the country. I was like, dude, all these legit dudes who functioning own like legit shops. shops and have had them for years, mm-hmm. like they were always at the top. It's like, well, okay, seventy seven, yeah, like they made some mistakes shipping shit. It's fucking internet. Like nonsense. Are they like, still operating? Yeah, they're still buying. People are buying some the other day. Someone got it and there was fast shipping, so they did a good job and all this other shit. Just got it. It was like that. It was like, you know, Simon. Then you had, you know, I was I always thought like Pete from Second Stroke because I was like, oh, Pete's the YouTube guy. Like, oh yeah, yeah like the YouTube guy. Like, I've always wanted to meet him, so I make meeting him in person. And you really was cool. think about it, Pete's ahead of his time too. Like in a lot of ways, because moped people aren't really posting that much like social media stuff. Yeah. And he took the fucking ram by the horns and just like went in deep with it. Yeah, dude, fucking. Yeah, I Travis was in New Toyota. York on a on a vacation. Like I was on New in New York on vacation. Like I don't know, uh, six years ago or something. It, it seems like that long ago. It was a long ass time ago. But I went up to Second Stroke. And, uh, like, met those dudes and, uh, you know, the um, mechanics and Pete and Stinky was there. And, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was definitely 
it was definitely something I wanted to do. Well, while you're in New York or where, while you're in any city with like a moped shop, you're like, you got to stop and see it. Yeah. Bucket I, list. I still want to see the Seattle shop really bad. Cause like their, their, their shop looks sick. Like the pictures, the mural on the outside. Dude, like lights are cheap. Let's go. It's cool looking. Which, which shop? The Seattle shop. I'm trying to, like, oh, everyone, yeah, everyone's yeah. going to yell at me right now because I don't know the fucking name of it off the top of my head. Uh, Magic Touch? Yeah, moped, that's right? it. Magic Touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seattle? Yep. This is a Kurt Cobain fucking moped shop? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong Seattle? Like, come on, man. We, we get the joke instead. Like, it's dead, people, bro. People have been joking about Kurt Cobain it's, for it's years. Dead like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> it's dead like grunge. Dude. <laughs> I and also, then the like, Chicago moped shop. Like, yeah. what's Dude, the Chicago wow. shop is it's so called, fun. called Moped, you know? That one was sick. And, like, I love moped. this place. Yeah, you see their pictures, and, like, the bikes are, like, on, like, hanging on the wall. You're like, what? They got these bikes on the wall. And you walk in, it's, like, mm-hmm. all these rare mopeds. Like, what? RD50 is chilling on the wall. And they're, like, one in Pennsylvania that's supposed to be pretty legit, too. So, yeah, Vintage Valley. Vintage Valley. But they a, sell more than mopeds, too, I think. No, I think it's all mopeds. Like I don't know what they sell. Really? They sell anything else? But oh, you got to look at their picture on the internet. Their shop I'll, I'll is tag you on Instagram really or something. High end, like, but it's so well put together. Well it's so out. nice looking. Like I don't think I've heard of that one. Oh, I'll send you a link. It's it looks like a legit. Like I'm trying to get him on the podcast to like talk, but it's like it looks like a legit like store. It looks like you go into like a nice bicycle shop. It looks like that. Mm-hmm. Like you walk in a nice bike shop and they got like and you're like this displays, all these clean bikes like rode out with like you know price tags and they look everything's minty looking. You buy accessories. It's like what a shop should be. It's like you should be able to buy yeah. a moped, a chain, gloves, a helmet, accessorize. You know, yeah, you should be able to buy everything at you know the moped shop. You know, and if realistically, you're if you're trying to run a shop, I mean, like look at any motorcycle shop in your area that is alive or or semi-successful like what do they have on their shelves everything you, they've got everything you've got to take as a shop owner you've got to take the risk to put the inventory just like cars like if you don't have a car to sell to everyone you can't sell a car that day yeah i mean Mercedes- yeah and then there's uh ed's ed's mm-hmm. in uh omaha but i i mean like i've i've known ed for a long ass time i've been to like almost every Omaha rally and we've raced a bunch together and hung out and shit. So he's fucking, he's rad. That shop is rad, but they're getting, they're getting rid of the, the storefront shop, which is yeah. too bad, but they're getting the their own building, spot, which is going to be fucking tight. Yeah. Like you're, they're building yeah, like yeah, a complete huge. brand new, huge building. Like yeah. not like a small spot. They're building a humongous spot. Four mopeds. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Do they also have tractors there? Because I'll go. <laughs> yeah, <they're tractors. laughs> and it's also like spots like that. Well, it's in Omaha, so I mean, there's like tractors <laughs> close. There's, by. A, good, there's a good, good goddamn chance you're gonna have tractors close by. But the thing about the thing about Ed Shop is like the way that they've like fostered the community and their scene super hard. Like, yeah, yeah. He's selling so many bikes, and like, and like everyone's got legit bikes. It's, I don't know. It's just like, it's different. How about this mythical creature, Moped Lair? Uh, Moped Larry? From the Larry Ride? Yeah, I met him. You yeah. guys know him? I don't, I don't know. I am 100% sure I've met him. Yeah, he but was But I at- could not pull his... If you like gave me a lineup of people, I couldn't pick him. 
Yeah. Like, I never does went to a Larry Ride. To yeah, shit? he's around. He still does scooters. He moved to Virginia. So he lives, like... In Powhatan, out, um, I think. Yeah, he lives here. Like, not far from us. Like, maybe 20 minutes, 15 Mopey minutes. Larry, if you're listening, come into the show. Let's bullshit. Dude, I'll hit him up. We gotta get <laughs> There him you on. go. But, yeah, he was, like, doing so much cool stuff. Like, if it wasn't for him, Rich and Moped scene probably would have never been what it was when the Hell Satans were, King like, King Pat would up. be Queen Pat. If yeah, for Moped Larry. <laughs> they would they would they would go up to Moped Larry rides and they were bu- and they'd come back with a trailer full of bikes. They'd go there and they'd buy like ten bikes and bring them back to Richmond. Yeah, like New Jersey prices weren't, <laughs> weren't what they used yeah, to be. Yeah, it was cheap. They were buying a stack of bo- mopeds and bringing them back to Richmond. So our scene would have never been like what it was if it wasn't for you know Larry like selling. Yeah, you really want to like dig dig into the fucking backstory of shit. It's the people who you don't even know existed. Not that. We don't know, but like some people don't know, mm-hmm. like Moped yeah. Lair had a huge contribution in the scene of mopeds here in Richmond locally, yeah. just by being for our, you know, like local guys being like, where do we get this shit from? And then he was like, yeah, I'll supply you. Yeah. Without the supply, the demand wouldn't be there. That's even crazy because he went to school like in Richmond. Like I've, you know, he came down for the Seven Hill scooter ride. So that was the last time I saw him. He was here for the scooter rally. And he was like, yeah, I went to VCU and like 20 years ago, like... <laughs> So like that's crazy. Like, oh, you were from Richmond. Yeah, when there was here. none of this shit here. Oh yeah. When VCU was was uh, held in an old Seven <laughs> Eleven, basically. Dude, fucking. Um, what about? Of of course. What about Benji? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was, oh, that yeah. was next. I was like, you can't forget the fucking kingdom of Treatland, the king himself. Like, have you guys met Benji? I have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was at. Uh, so Angel from the Creatures used to do this Gettysburg ride. That's the first time I met him. Was at and the yeah, Gettysburg and ride, he, and he flew out for, or he was like in town or like close by, visiting family or something. And so he came to the rally and hung out for a little bit. So that was the first time I met him. That's fucking tight. Yeah, I mean, he like, I guess he rarely comes out anymore to uh, to like just rallies and shit. But um, yeah, that would be that would be fucking tight. I, I met him at the at the old treats location. Um, that's where in, I met him too. What yeah. was it in Oakland? Yeah, Oakland or San Francisco, or well, it was like one of those there, right there. Mm-hmm. But I went out for uh, what was that? The Creatures Labor of Love, like national rally. That was another one that was just like absolutely insane that people talk about. Like that one was so fucking dope. Yeah, I flew out there and got a loner um, from Ryan, Montana, and like I think me and my buddy Jim were out there early. And, uh, we went, we went over to treats in the, uh, oh shit. It worked out perfectly. The, the, um, the Chicago rally endless bummer was the weekend before. Mm-hmm. So I went from like, it was like the two biggest rallies of the summer were back to back. And there were only like a handful of people that were at both. So it was so cool to be in like Chicago one weekend, like partying with people. And then I'm in San Francisco the next weekend and I see some of the same people. And, uh, Dana from, oh. <laughs> yeah, Dana from treats was one of them. So I was partying with him in Chicago and then I fucking show up to the door at treats and he answers the door and I'm like, Holy shit. And, uh, <laughs> you mean he, Dana he, from he, was Richmond? Not, he was not happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dana from Richmond. <laughs> he was, he was in a bad mood or some shit because I think he was like really under a lot of pressure getting shit ready. Like, 
for the rally and people just kept showing up to the fucking door, you know, like your treat land and it's like the moped Mecca. Yeah. And he's like, hey, here, uh, I'll have a uh, Benji show you around. And I was like, what? That's uh, fucking, that's crazy. That's, that's even better. Like, yeah. So uh, Benji walked fucking, around. I got a higher tour guide. <laughs> exactly. Like that's the dream, so. right? You build an empire <laughs> and then like your job is now to give tours. <laughs> Of, your, yeah. of the empire yeah. you built. And they just just like sign checks and handle, you know, like, you know, day-to-day shit. I don't know, man. Yeah. That's mm. the dream for sure. They, I met uh, Benji those, when I went treats, dudes. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, all those treats dudes are rad as fuck. Like, I think uh, I, the same day, like, they led, like, an early ride, like, Will. Yeah. I think is yeah, Will yeah, and, like, Will. Rodney. And and people were like just leading a ride like out to like cliffs where people were like doing hang gliding and shit. It was tight. That's that was a, that was a that was a that was an amazing rally. Yeah, Cali- I still need to go to a creature rally real bad. The California Dream, yeah. dude. You got you have to you have to. That's like one of the ones where I'd go back to that. I'd go back to a creatures rally in a heartbeat. I think Tony, one Tony of our some cities reckless. you go to and you're like, yeah, I'm done with that. I've seen it once, and other ones you're like. Kentucky. I would go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kentucky was the, the time. The problem is like getting, like you know, like you go to a rally, like getting a loaner bike's great. Just it's appreciated, but just nothing like like hauling your own shit somewhere and like riding your own bike at a rally. And that's one of our oh dilemmas, for sure. Like how the fuck do you get your bike all the way across the country? Like if I go to Creatures, I'm shipping mine. Real you got to plan it. It's a lot of pre planning. You just get a pallet. Yeah, and freight, they, freight it out. I can't believe the the amount of loners that they had for that fucking rally was insane. And I was lucky. I uh, I like I like secured my loner almost like a year beforehand because they had already they <laughs> so had you know, already planned it, tested and running, ready to go. I I had forgotten. I had forgotten about the whole thing completely. And I I was at <laughs> Moped GP. I was at Moped GP and I was like hanging out with Ryan Montana. He came out to watch the races and uh, and I told him that I wanted to come out for the national rally. And he's like, ah, I got you. I got you. I got a loner for you. I know exactly. And he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, uh, I'll, I'll do variated. Like, I really don't ride them that often. He's like, I got a perfect one for you. And then like way, way, way later down the line, he, I hit him up. He's like, oh, yeah, I still got a loner for you. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's fucking. That's sweet. Yeah. I, all right. I haven't even booked my ticket yet. <laughs> yeah. Looks like yeah. I'm, looks like I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because then you don't want to disappoint. Dude, I had a uh, Mike Mike Barry on my fucking on my list, dude. Yeah. I'll, dude, yeah, Barry. I met him. Or I met him before I even like really knew. I guess I met him right around when he was like he was going to like every fucking rally yeah. like for one year. He, he was like, or he one like or two years, twenty or forty rallies like. He was going to so many, and he was like, he had his little blog going. 2012, 2013. So I saw him at a bunch of Midwest rallies and shit that I went to. I would say Jono is one I always wanted to like, and not necessarily like an idol or anything, but like I was like, who the fuck (laughs) is this guy? Yeah, what about this guy? Who is this guy? What the fuck does he look like in real life? You know? Yeah. And then you meet him, you're like, 
Yeah, that's kind of what I expected. And then ten minutes later, yep. he sets his face on fire. Yeah, he sets his motherfucking face yep. on fire. <laughs> Typical fucking black lag move. Just do like do whatever nobody else expects you to do. Whenever he, the he fuck might have been the one it. who was pissing off the balcony. I, I'm not even. Uh, it seems it seems like it fits. I'll put it. It was either him or AJ, dude. One yeah, of the two. AJ's wild as fuck too. No, I actually I know AJ. It wasn't AJ. <laughs> dude, he's a hard motherfucker to read, man. Like. He he trolls you in real life, right there in front of you. Oh, yeah, there. for sure. It's like can I can't get a fucking read on him, man. Like so, and I'm good with a troll. Like I've got five brothers and two sisters. I've been, you know, fucked with plenty of my life. So like I'm pretty good at like just letting shit go by and just like sort of staying out of it for the most part. But oh my, when uh, Jason had his last uh, rally here in Richmond, I guess it was the last rally when you had the big tent at the uh, art studio, or whatever. Mm-hmm. AJ was here, and I'm just like. What the fuck? I'm pretty. It's like you know, like saying some shit to me. Like I wasn't sure if he was being nice to me and like trying to strike a conversation or fishing. You know, like see <laughs> or if, if he's would... like secretly like fucking roasting you. Yeah, like... secretly roasting me and seeing if I would take the bait. So I was like super careful with my word choices and how I like handle the situation so I can get the fuck out of there. So I don't, you know, I don't want to be the guy. I'm not trying to be mm-hmm. like center stage, like taking a dildo up the ass, and you know, like in five minutes because fucking AJ's, you know, like coaxed me into something. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, kudos I AJ. I think I cut you off when you were gonna say tell your uh, Benji story. How'd you how'd you meet Benji? Um, I cut myself off constantly, and plus I interrupt constantly. Wow. I have a bad habit of that because <laughs> I can't get a thought out until like it's in my head immediately. And if I don't fucking just spit <laughs> it out. It's not intentional. If I don't spit it out, I don't get the fucking ball rolling. You'll lose the thought. I'll lose the thought. Yeah, so, like, I uh, I don't remember if it was for a visit or a funeral, but we've got family in California through Ashley, and we went out there and, like, rented a shitty little Hyundai or something and, like, drove. I think we put 700 miles on that rental car in the week we were there. We drove that <laughs> motherfucker everywhere, all over the goddamn state of California. We, st- we landed in L.A. and went to, like, Northern California, and we ended up uh, stopping by treats, and I picked up some parts and like in person, and got nice. some like a one-off CNC'd Vespa. Uh, you know how they've got the the ported case halves that are like for reed valves. I got that before it was yep. on, before it was like out on the market, and like my intention was always to use it, and I still have it on the shelf. I haven't used it yet, but I just bought a subframe. <laughs> I did eventually buy a subframe to put that part on a motor to put in the subframe. Like it's still in the works, but it just takes forever when you're doing shit. What's your longest build? Yeah. What's like the longest build you've ever had of just parts you've just pe- been piecing together for years? It probably starts with that part, really, like the longest. I mean, that's been <laughs> six, seven years ago. Although the Simonini like motor build is quite long. Yeah, I've, you know, like it finally would have came to fruition almost ten years after I bought it. You know, that's a long time. That's a long time. But well, that's also like reminds me that that's like mopeders. But that's They'll lack of experience. I didn't know what I even bought. Sit on it. I didn't. I had no idea what I even bought. I bought a part. Like you know, like oh, let's. I mean, you go shopping. You look at the thing. You like oh, it's plug and play. Like it's a complete motor variator. I'm just gonna put it on my bike, and then when I get it here, like I hadn't done any research. I didn't know about variators or tuning. Like I had some idea, but I wasn't you know really that well versed. And it gets here, it's like, this motherfucker doesn't fit in anything. Nothing fits anything. 
Yeah, you bought you bought an advanced part when you were still uh, a novice. Dude, less than a novice. I was like a dreamer. I was like ho- hoping to one day have a grasp. I think when I bought that points, I didn't understand how points work. Yeah, right. You know, like I didn't understand anything about, you know, like, oh, I knew that you could put a jet in a carburetor, and I knew that more jet was more, and less jet was less, but I didn't understand, like, why. Yeah. You know, so, like, that shit sat on the shelf for at least six years before I started fucking with it. <laughs> I feel that. I bought, I think yeah. I'm currently sitting in mine, like, I'm sitting in two of them right now. Um, my first one was a Moby, and it took me like two years, pretty much, because I bought a bike that didn't run, and then just sat in the corner while I purchased parts and lurked on the internet. And like now I'm back in that same hole. Like I bought a Moby frame, or I bought a roller like three years that's ago. A, that's a continual project, though. Like yeah, like I started over. I got a, I got a loan. I got a roller three years ago. And I've just been like mm-hmm. carrying, I've been moving it from garage to garage. Actually, it's longer than three years because I've been here almost two or something. I don't know. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, it's probably been four or five years since I bought that roller. And I and I bought ammo swing arm and I bought tires and I bought wheels and I bought, you know, part bits and pieces and they're just sitting in boxes in my garage. Like yeah. hundreds of dollars worth of moped parts that are brand new just sitting in boxes that won't see the light of day for probably another two years. I bought the treats part. or well, like, I don't know if I bought it or if Benji gave it to me. It's been a long time. And then I bought that Cita Glera from Derek mm-hmm. when he came to the Ride and Cheddar. And I don't know what year that was, but that was like part of that project. So every like maybe four years, I buy one more part. I buy one more part for the project. So like, let's see here. If, at the rate we're going now. <laughs> I mean, I'm 40, so like, it, within, I mean, 50 is a good goal, right? If I can finish it by 50, <laughs> you know, that'd be pretty solid. Uh, yeah, like, 50 year party, I'm going to break out my Cita Galera with, like, you know, a motor ready to seize. <laughs> ready to seize, ready to break yeah. it. So, what I'll do is I'll, I'll rip it until the motor seizes, and then I'll have a heart attack, and I'm cashing out. <laughs> Done. Jake, what about you? What's the, what's the longest build you got laying around? Oh man, I got, um, well, I mean that fucking Toby build, like basically I was, I, that's a forever project. I mean, it's kind of at a finish point. It has been for a few years, but it's still like, I'm constantly dicking with it. But I mean, the, the initial build of it took me a couple of years, but the, uh, I, I remember I bought the Gila kit for that thing and it was, yeah, like I was, a, I was, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. Like, that you had to open up the cases and all that shit. And I sat on the Gila kit for, I feel like a year or two before I even like started to put that motor together. Uh, then, so, uh, I mean, I guess not what that's a short game, man, a year or two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not that it's not that long. I mean, the other, the other project that like comes to mind right now is the, I'm supposed to build another race bike basically to put that motor onto so that it has like a full suspension and I can be more competitive. And I've been talking about that for fucking years. And I, I I got, I've got a frame, I've got shocks, I've got a swing arm, I've got forks, you know, clip ons. I got, but it's still just like, 
it's not even a roller. It's just a pile of parts. At this yeah. point, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pile of parts on the shelf that could be utilized for something else. Also, yeah, I actually count it as a whole bike. You know, like because I have a. You know, do you ever do that where you have like your bikes that are that are basically whole? Maybe they do or do not run, yeah, but yeah. you you count them as a whole bike. But then there's also the pile of parts that is uh that is a potential bike who doesn't and, you know, do that, that your... <laughs> like so like you're, you're on the podcast and you're like how many bikes do you currently own you know the motherfuckers going around the garage like looking at the shelf and they're like all right one one roller plus like you know like three or four motors on the shelf i'll count that as one as one and then i got this other, yeah. i got a wheel set and a frame in the, behind the shop you know like in the weeds and then a, that's another one yeah that's another one too. yeah so that's you know, like when you talk to uh, Mad Brapper, Mad Brapper, Mad Brapper, see if he calls in. Anyway, you know, that's probably where some of his count comes in, too. Like, you know, when people have shit piles of bikes or Chad Burke, you know, has shit piles of bikes. But really, when you go in there, like, I mean, it's not that many complete bikes. Yeah. What, we, what if what if mobiles only start referring to complete bikes as ones that run? Like, you can only list your runners from now on. <laughs> oh, I'd have one bike right now, I think. I've got four. I've got four. Four out of the 12. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you start getting the piles, I'm like, dude, I got enough parts in my garage to build three more hobbits. But <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I, don't, I definitely so don't have So you have three more hobbits. Like, but I definitely don't have the time exactly. to build. I don't have the time to build three more hobbits. What you need is a minion. Like <laughs> yeah. a helper. Like, who wants a job to sit in my garage and build my bikes? I think the, t- the correct term is an apprentice. Oh, no, the correct, ter- the correct term is a prospect. Yeah. <laughs> there you uh, go. The hunt is on. The, the springtime prospect hunt is on. I don't know, man. We, we haven't found anyone fucked up enough to go piss off a balcony, so there might not be black pack material. <laughs> Got to piss up a balcony. I, uh, I, quit, I quit buying bikes, uh, like, I don't know, a, a few years ago. Uh, like, un- unless they fall into my lap. Unless it's like... Unless it's something that I really, really want, you know, it's like one of your favorite bikes or something like that. I kind of, I stopped looking. I stopped doing the moped thing where everybody's always got to tab a Craigslist open or a Facebook marketplace. Like, I don't look at that shit because I don't care about a pook. I don't care about a hobbit. I'm like, I actually have the bikes that I want right now and Mm -hmm. the projects that I want. But I don't. I know you guys are constantly like moving. Oh, and- I looked at a Moby today. I've been I've been watching this Moby yeah. on Facebook Marketplace. It's two hundred bucks, and I'm like, I don't want to buy it. Yeah. I really, it's yeah. not the right one. It's not the Moby I want. But I'm like, two hundred bucks is kind of a fair price for it. I still wheel and deal a little, but I'm but I'm way less than I was even a year ago. My hope is that somebody will buy it and get interested in moped so like if i don't buy it and just sit on it for two yeah. or three years and not do anything with it and like hope and dream and like create this magical project that'll never like actually come you know like to you know like create a head then maybe somebody else will buy it and they'll come looking for the moped community yeah dude there's enough there's enough people in minneapolis like or whatever the twin cities area that'll that'll fucking buy up the deals that i don't I don't even bother. I'm like, whatever. You can have it. Sweet. You bought a hundred dollar maxi. Great. Yeah. Uh, you know, my new hunt. <laughs> my new hunt right now is I'm lurking this person on Facebook Marketplace who runs around and buys things or gets free things and then relist them for double the price. So um, I want to play that person's game. 
<laughs> I want to. I want to beat them at their own game. I wanna, what I, so literally, what I've been doing for my hustle is searching like the most random shit, like horse trailers, car trailers, lawnmowers, shit like that. Anything I can get for free, or like walk in there and beat them up on the price so bad that it's almost free, so I can fuck this guy out of not buying it. Because uh. <laughs> he's got. He, this it doesn't per- sound like it's worth the effort, man. I don't know, man. It's a personal vendetta, but <laughs> but this guy's got like uh, four. He's got four profiles under different names, and they all list the same shit for sale. And and because I troll marketplace and like Craigslist, and I know up, the exact guy you're talking about because he's also the one who's got like a Hobbit. He for bought sale the Hobbit. It's the same person. Yeah, he bought so a you Hobbit know, and he just like okay. and he just raised the price. He bought it like, for less than five hundred price, and then he you post the exact same pictures of the ad that he bought it from like he didn't even take new pictures <laughs> and if you if you nice. watch the marketplace you'll see the hobbit come up and the horse trailer and there's another trailer yeah. that he got for free all the shit comes all together. the shit comes up but it's under different names he's got four profile names yeah i'm on that hunt I'm, like, I'm gonna take him down and i just want to watch him never sell the hobbit i just want to wait i just wanted to be like two years from now he's still trying to sell a hobbit for a thousand dollars it's like bone stock we should just like schedule appointments to go look at it <laughs> I don't have time to fuck with them. It's too much. Too much work. Yeah, it is a lot of effort. Yeah, but if I can find that free horse trailer before he does, and I've been looking, I I fucking messaged ten people this weekend on free lawnmowers and free trailers and all kinds of shit. Missed out on all of them. Dude is sharp. That dude's got the whole. He's got a team. He's got a farm. He's got he's a team full of junk. His wife hates him. <laughs> He's got a team of Nigerian scammers fucking working for him. He's using bots. Have you guys ever gone to a a Captured by Robot show? Have you guys met J-Bot? We talked to him. So he's played Richmond, but I I didn't see it. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, It's it's so good. Like, it's not even... I mean, I'm not, like, super into death metal or anything, and he's got, like, kind of real scream fucking going on, and... uh, it, but it's so much fun. Like I was saying earlier, like I'll go to any show and have a good fucking time, but just to see like the, the amount of tech and like kind of like garage tech and stuff that he's put into these robots and, and he built and them programming. Himself, it's, it's so crazy. It's so fucking awesome. It's, it's such a good show. And we've, we've gone like kind of as a, as a gang to a bunch of his shows whenever he's in town. And, uh, and he's like one of the ones that like, you know, you see his posts on MA and you know, he's in a band. And, and so I went and, and, uh, I ended up talking to him before, like one of the first shows we went to and, uh, like hung out at the bar and, uh, ate, ate food before and chatted with him. And the, the crazy thing was that he knew who I was. Which like blew my mind. Ooh. I was like, "What? You know, You're celebrity? You, you know? mean celebrity? Mind blown! You're on the list. You're on the, You're on the list, homie. Fastest Thomas in the country." But, so, uh, but I mean, this was uh, this was before. Well, I guess it was around when I probably when I posted up like the pipe and shit like that, and I was posting up a lot of welding stuff. But yeah, he he was picking my mind about like take welding and stuff, and so I mean that was fucking cool when. So I'm going to ask you guys kind of that same question. Have you ever had it happen the opposite way where like people meet you and they seem like they're like, whoa, hey, it's actually Biggie from <laughs> fucking Moped Monday. 
um i had it happen to ashley like beside me one time like yeah. like someone like heard ashley laugh or something they're like wait wait a second like we were, <laughs> I we were in detroit <laughs> yeah we were in detroit when that happened and then uh i think that when people meet me they're highly disappointed <laughs> i would be too like oh it's thomas in the podcast i'm like then i don't have anything to say or contribute man he's to the really conversation. He's, he's really an asshole in person yeah yeah he's actually a fucking jerk in real life he'll actually tell you to fuck off <laughs> no they're like he's like way nicer in person we meet him and we're like oh like now they get a sense of humor like <laughs> some people don't like get it out the gate it's like they're like man he's just rude and then like you meet him like oh okay oh well, yeah on the on the internet you read you read thomas's post on the internet you're like who is this jackass yeah yeah like fuck off leave me alone quit stalking me you asshole like that kind of shit yeah so aggressive oh no um <laughs> Dude, that it's kind of weird though. Like uh, J-Bot is, uh, you know, because his he's been playing with that band for like a long time, so yeah. he's like actually kind of. Popular. I mean, he's not famous, but he's like nationally known by people. So, yeah. like, I, I actually met somebody. I met somebody outside of mopeds who somehow it came up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know J-Bot actually. Like we've talked and shit. And he's like, what you, you know him? And I'm like, yeah, like he's yeah, just we're a, best friends. You want his phone number? It's like, yeah, he's got over 8,000 posts on our forum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what forum are you on? Fuck Mopeds, face. Dude. Like I, I actually chat with him. He's, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Did he ask you about TIG welding better robots that have more metal? <laughs> I need more metal. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else, man. I know, like, uh, was fucking Steve Brown was always the dude I always hear about, like, before I met Steve. Jake Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, there was always, like, I can't remember. I, I'm so bad with names. The fucking, one of the dude, the dude with the, from the creatures that works in Onyx that has, like, the long, the white dude with the long dreadlocks. Oh, that's Ryan Montana. Yeah, I can never really yeah, remember yeah, his name. Yeah, he's super but, nice, dude. He, like, he, like, he set us up with a bunch of shit. But he was like on my list of like moped, to... famous, like celebrity dudes. And I remember going to Chicago for like, I think it was Hot and Ready's or maybe it was that Petty Cash Rally or something. And like him and somebody else like shipped their bikes out like in mm-hmm. like bicycle boxes Bikeflights.com. And they were like at the rally, like building, putting their bikes back together. I'm like, what? Like, this is that dude from the <laughs> internet. Like, what are the f- they're yeah. doing the coolest shit right now? They just shipped their bikes in a box and are putting them back together for the rally, like at the hot and ready garage or something, and then ripped their bikes all weekend and then took them apart and shipped them back home. Like, that was so sick to mm-hmm. me. Byplace.com. Yeah, it's cool. Greyhound. And then you, you know, you end up be, end up like being friends with these people, and and everybody, you know, obviously in the end, everybody's just a regular ass fucking moped person. But like, just before you meet them in person, you're just like, oh, internet, per-, you know. There's still people out there who I'm like, man, I really want to meet that person. You know, like yeah. they seem fucking really cool. I, I get I meet people and then I'm like I'm scared that I'm gonna disappoint, so I kind of clam up. I don't, you know, like I don't know what to do. You know, like because like even though like being on the oh, Moped sure. Bunny podcast is. is not a celebrity, and like the things I've done as far as you know, like being a moped person aren't really all that epic or like important or super uh, one off. You know. 
but once in a while you meet people mm-hmm. and they're just like, I don't know how to react to this conversation. I'm not really sure, you know, like, it's not like I'm not a celebrity. None of us are. We're just fucking moped friends. But then you meet like a new yeah, guy. Yeah, it's like, all moped friends, yeah. Yeah, you meet like somebody new, sort of new in the game. They're listening to the podcast and they're like, oh, it's, you know, like whatever. Like, oh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. I'm sorry. You know, like, I don't remember. I have no idea. Like in the well, moment. Well, and then I just get like way too drunk at a rally and then I don't even remember the good conversations that I had. But I know they were good. <laughs> it's, that, it's that moped haze, the rally haze. Yeah, like, the rally fog. Yeah. It's like you don't remember anything you really say to anyone because you're not having yeah. – like it's rarely – like there's there'll be moments at the rally where you can like one-on-one have a real conversation and talk about some shit and like – but yeah. like it might be like the second or third rally where you saw that person before that really happens. If it's chill, unless they come in with the fucking hypothetical bullshit fucking <laughs> questions and then I immediately just like switch. I just turn myself the fuck off and I stand there and stare at you, but I don't have a good response. Why are you zoning uh, out right Char- now, Charlie Buzzard's one of the ones that I, I, I remember on the internet. He was posting a lot when I first came up and uh, on MA and like, we drove down to South Carolina for the last blast to the bridges. Yeah, and we uh, me and Charlie was fucking tight. You guys were at the last blast? Yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, there's been a couple rallies since that I've, like, it seems like every year or two, like, I end up fucking hanging out. And I think at MA20, me and him, like, sat, like, talking until, like, all hours of the fucking night. I think the first time was, I met... You know, I didn't even... He was sober, and I was fucking trash. I think the first time I, like, uh, got a whiff of Charlie Buzzer, they, like, ripped out of the fucking... We went to, like, a, you know, like, wherever the hell the rally was. Some dude's house. We pull up. A tab blew my van up on the way there. And we're hanging out, and I think it was Charlie that ripped off on a moped with a wagon behind it, like a little red wagon, just hauling <laughs> ass down to the pizza shop and filled the fucking wagon full of pizzas and drove a moped wagon... Back to the to the like the party house spot with the shit pile of like, what do they call them like hot ready's or whatever you know hot ready pizzas. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, don't they have a car? <laughs> like, there's no way those pizzas are gonna be like hot. You know, like me being a fucking douchebag. You know, like oh the pizzas gonna be hot when they get here on the wagon. You know, I'm fucking starving. It's a thinking, moped rally. You got to do everything on moped. Everything on a moped. I was, I was like all. excited and like enamored by the shit show of it all. But like secretly in my head, I'm like complaining. <laughs> I'm like, how funny would it be to like pull like a chase, like a real trailer, like make some kind of hitch that got pulled by two like mopeds with a hot tub. No, that pulled the trailer oh for like chase for the chase vehicle. Yeah, so you get the like breakdown a, trailer. Yeah, but it's getting yeah, pulled by like two mopeds. You know what would happen is those mopeds would break down. Yeah. Those mopeds would break down, and then you'd have to get that into the actual breakdown trailer. You gotta come up with like a system, you know, like a like a relay system. Every ten miles, there's another bike to replace the bike you just broke. <laughs> that would be horrible. What you need is an RV with a toilet inside of it for the breakdown bus. That's what's clutch, because you know those drunk assholes all got to stop and piss on the side of the road. So it's got to piss. Oh, life dreams. You know the uh, last blast of the bridges. I want to see if this story rings a bell for you guys. So there was this guy there during the ride that was like, he just seemed like he was fucking shit faced drunk, like a total noob jackass, like the whole time, and he like 
blast up the middle of the pack and then fall down and the back of the pack and then keep blasting. And he was like weaving in between people. He wasn't driving a blue Toma. I mean, (laughs) blue Maxi, was he? Sounds like Thomas. Sounds like me. I, uh, But then he was like trying to stunt. He was like trying to, I don't remember. He was trying to stand on his feet or something. Or or maybe he was just trying to fuck off off the road. (laughs) But he went, he went into a ditch and like biffed it. Like, like, Oh, was he on a brown townhouse? He got scunned up, and then later on, he, like, uh, jumped off the bridge, and he, like, got, it was, like, nasty water. He was, like, getting infected, but he was all scunned up, and I, I, do you guys know who that was? I can't remember his name. He used to have this, like, brown townhouse, like... I can't remember his name, but he was always at, like, those. He was at the Inverness rallies a couple times that we went to. Like I remember, he like there was some there was like some somebody walk some girl or something walking, like on the side of the road at one of the buzzer rallies, and he like it might have been that same rally, and he like went across the double yellow and like rode by and like slapped her on the ass or something, doing like forty. Ooh, that sounds similar. Yeah, and it was like the same dude who like ate it in the ditch. Complete like, no fucks given. Yeah, no sense. Everybody was just like, "Who the fuck is this?" Jack. Yeah, I just I've I've never known who that dude was. Cuz you know I, He got out of Mopez for sure. He every, stopped coming. Every but he girl I've ever met or talked to loves to have their ass slapped randomly for no fucking reason yeah. while they're walking down the road minding <laughs> their own business. Like they just Yeah. makes 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 every girl instantly want to marry you. He he went full bummer status like bummed everybody out. <laughs> yeah, everybody was super bummed to like yeah. you know, it's fun to like you know like when you're outside, maybe when it's clear on the other side to blast past everybody and shit like that and do the drop back. But when you're like weaving in between people and shit, it's just like, no, nah, no. Jason, nah. Uh, we, we don't have any room to talk on that you subject. Have, you haven't been to enough creature rallies. <laughs> Where they all oh, ride. Dude, the lane splitting, the lane splitting at the fucking, that was honestly one of the funnest things ever is like, Going to California and lane splitting, it was like, uh, I don't know, sand sand going through like rot, you know what I mean? Like where, where you find the cracks between the cars yeah. and you just, every we never stopped. Like, <laughs> you know how you don't stop at a rally because, you know, somebody's blocking a light, but then you usually get stuck in traffic or whatever. No, like the Friday night ride, we never stopped. <laughs> it's like the DC <laughs> alley rally we went going. to. Yeah, Philly does that shit too. Yeah, that Legion rally we went to the Friday night ride was just like, all right, we took off and we just took off. I mean, like, do you have a moment in moped? Like, you know, like I know I've had mine, and mine was probably like the New Orleans, like stopping some old man, (laughs) calling his wife a cunt, and harassing him in the middle of the road because he probably really wasn't doing anything bad, but I was fucking pitted, and I thought everything was against me, and I was new into mopeds. Like, do you have a moment? Where you were in mopeds that you're not necessarily proud of? Oh, for sure. I went to the uh, the Atlanta rally at the Swoops in, uh, I think it was later, I think it was 2013 also, like the same year as Petty Cash. And um, I, got, I got so trashed. And I was a fucking, I was a noob. And I was on a loner. And we went out to this like country bar and I got so fucking shit faced. Like I could barely start the bike and I was on a really slow Cridler 
and uh, and it, I, I had to if I was aware of what the fuck was going on, I had to ride it like you'd ride a stalker, you know, where you'd you'd get up to the front of the pack and drop back, and that was the only way I could keep up. Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't keep up, so I lost the ride, and I'm just shit faced in Atlanta, like Making lost. Good decisions on where to turn. <laughs> Very yeah, intuitive. I was I was so lost and uh man that was yeah that was bad i ended up i i did end up finding my way but it was like i had to pull up the i had to call somebody find out where the rally spot was like every time i needed to turn i needed to stop and like look at my phone to figure out where i was going and uh i'm i'm lucky i made that one back that was a have I was you, like falling over in the parking lot, kind of drunk. Like, oh man, did it was, you upgrade it was not, your not, <laughs> GPS tickles? This is not good. Since then, like, have you got a Bluetooth set up in your helmet now? No, I mean this was 2013, so this was like is barely a touchscreen phone. I feel like uh, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I was lucky. I, I I made it back. That was really stupid. I look at I look back on that like, wow, I was a, just a complete fucking noob. Yeah. No idea what the hell I was doing, and and then I got back to the rally, and I just like celebrated. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I did it! I'm yeah, a, I'm I fucking I, here! I made it! I didn't. Everybody's die. looking at me like I'm a jackass. Yeah, exactly. I didn't die. Yeah, let's, I found I found a Kinko's and printed out MapQuest directions all the way back. Yeah. Was that was dude? Was that that spot where it had that like parking lot with that fence around it and all those like the wooden skate park tables spot? and shit in the back? No, the that that restaurant bar thing. In Atlanta, yeah, yeah. It was like a kind of backyard, it had like an outdoor kind of like spot. The place we went to is like had like an indoor skate park or whatever. That's the only place I remember. No, I'm not talking about that. No, the one the one I was at was like it was like an outdoor warehouse where it like only had a roof, but the side that there was no sides to the building, and they hmm. I think people used it to like skate and shit, but it wasn't a skate park. Okay. Well, it was there like was like a, a big park, barn on yeah. the back of the property, and okay, I was thinking about the, um, the year I was thinking about the one where we like stayed in that parking lot with was like fenced in. Yeah, that's that was like a like a warehouse, but it had like a couple of ramps here and there, and like a loading dock and some other bullshit. And uh, I took the little yellow sixty one Shasta there. I mean, that sounds really similar to the the place that I was, or the one that I was at. They had but like the, a little moped yeah, the race outside thing the had fence. No side. Uh, no, no, that doesn't, uh, they were trying to, they tried to jump, a uh, like, I think it was a apocalypse. It was like one of the will D builds. They tried to jump it in a dumpster and it like, they tried it like four times. And like one of the times, like they ran over, (laughs) I think it was Charlie buzzard actually, like (laughs) let go of the bike too early. So it, it, instead of hitting the ramp, like it went off to the left. And it like ran into a kid's tent where there was somebody sleeping in there. (laughs) (laughs) It was was a lot of bad decisions. And then when they finally got it in the dumpster, we pulled it out and like lit it on fire. And uh, yeah, that was, I mean, and then now it's a good memory. It was a lot of fun. (laughs) There's also a pro note, the pro pro tip note to uh, never camp your post your tent too close to the party dude i find i try to find <laughs> yeah. like the corner spot exactly. i'm like where are the fireworks not gonna go yeah i remember my, exactly my, my, keep my, it away yeah i remember my tent having a bunch of burn holes in it 
And then when I finally went to go pass out of my tent, Dana and Sean are both like, or someone else, Dana and I can't remember who else. Dana and someone were both passed out in my tent, like motherfuckers. Dude, it's real tricky decision making when you're like, you're you're like scoping out the area, and you're like, all right, where the where's the traffic in and out? Where do I think people are gonna piss? And then where do I think the fireworks are gonna go? <laughs> like, there's definitely some considerations. Like when you bring your rig out there, like I brought my, you know, like it was my grandmother's '61 Shasta camper. Like it's irreplaceable you know like you can't replace it drove it all the way to fucking atlanta parked it in the parking lot like got my whole set up i'm like i don't want this thing to burn down you know i also don't want it to get pissed all over definitely something to consider yeah i, I remember definitely. we camped like we camped in that uh at the last blast of the bridges and behind that uh behind that, that bar, bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah that was the a wedding pretty nice spot but we're, yeah, we're lucky we didn't get kicked out of there. I mean, they, somebody had, like, a BB gun, and they were, like, shooting out the fucking lights and shit. Oh, that might have been me. Dude, the fucking fireworks <laughs> at that run were out of hand, too. Like, Dude, uh, the uh, Roman candle fucking... Uh, the mortar that fell over towards the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I st- and then and then one of the bar owners, or, or, like, a bartender came out and was yelling at everybody to stop shooting fireworks. And I think it was like Enzo from the Swoops. He, he like started shooting fireworks at that guy. Yeah, lit a Roman <laughs> candle and just fucking let it eat, man. And 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 everybody was like, no, 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 no. He's from the bar. Like, like you're gonna really fuck this up. I remember we tried to. Um, well, you notice we haven't been back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember we, yeah. we tried to shoot down one of those. Uh, the Chinese candle Japanese lanterns. lanterns yeah. yeah. Like let the lantern go and everyone tried to shoot it down from in candles and all over yep. bouncing off like, motherfucker, I thought we were going to burn this thing down. I thought it would too, for sure. Like a hot flaming ball of like fireworks being launched. And you had, I don't know who had it, but I thought, was it there you were that had it? a lot of them. Somebody had like the hundred shot Roman candle, like mega launcher like thing. And it just kept blasting and blasting. And it yeah. hit the fuck out of that lantern, but never, Nothing. ever knocked it down. That was, a good that, was uh, that was one of those rallies that people talk about where, like, the the breakdown trailer was just piled <laughs> with bikes. I think they had to make multiple trips, you know, where there's just, like, they're literally, like, three on top of each other just thrown in there sideways, like, at a certain point because it was, like, a 100-mile ride or something yeah 50 miles uh, out 50 yeah. miles back the death march back was which uh, <laughs> yeah with like wet I made underwear it. My, my bike made it oh my, my first back to the bridges i i like had the plenty bike i bought from somebody like barely one block tuned it and i was like i'm gonna break it in at this rally <laughs> and i fucking rode it there and like the plenty would rip it did plenty fast but i never took it over like 35 miles an hour maybe i like you know still new in the moped still new in the tuning and i'm like all right, rip it on full throttle. All right, back it off. Let it cool off and mid throttle, and then full throttle for a second. And like the whole ride, I'm like just barely getting Bury it. that throttle. I didn't want to blow up my bike, you know. And like mm-hmm. hindsight being 2020, I should have just said fuck it. That was the that was the rally where I learned about no man's land. Yeah, the the in in-betw- <laughs> between. So like you're not fast enough to be yeah. with the fast guys. So mopeds, oh, yeah. there's this thing called. We're like, where is everybody? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I refer to it as no man's land. There's you're like just in, in the middle, hanging out with the dorks. <laughs> yeah, there, no, it's not worse yeah. than that. There's like there's like the stock bikes, and then there's like oh I I I I, I did some work to my bike, and they, and they do forty. 
like, yeah, I do 40. So there's like that whole like 40 to 45, like that whole group is always going to be like around each other. And then like there's that gap between like 50 to like 100 to like 56 where like you might end up alone. If you are doing 55 or 57, like you're not fast enough to be like hanging with the big boys, but you're faster than all the slow bikes. And if there's not enough of those bikes, you end up in this like that blast back from the bridge to the camp spot was a straight shot. Oh, well, the other thing oh, is, yeah. the other factor is like if you're on a bike. All right, let's just say it does 49 miles an hour, which is pretty fucking good, but it didn't get to 49 miles per hour very quickly. Yeah, like it takes a minute. You know, like your clutch game isn't strong. Like so, you like all right, I'm back with the the, the whole pack, and then you take off and you're giving everything it's got. And all of the variated bikes, you're like, see you later, bye. Yeah. They're 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 already doing forty nine before you get to the next light. Yeah, and that's where you. And it takes a lot. It takes a lot to catch up to people. Like I remember, I was still probably in a similar spot at that rally where my bike at the time probably went forty five, forty seven, but I could hold it. Like I wasn't afraid to just be at that and like blast. Where you know, like people drop back, they'll hold forty, they'll hold thirty five, whatever. And I, you know, so I went past all those people, but then, yeah, I wasn't fast enough to be with the really fast people. And I was like, well, maybe if I just hold it, I can catch them. So I'm like pulling way away from anybody behind me. And then there's nobody in front of me. Now I'm just alone. Yeah. It's so boring. (laughs) And the the, the alone part, you, you start to like instantly lose your confidence as to like, where the fuck (laughs) is this? Is this the right way? Yeah. Yeah. Am I going to smell the two stroke smoke? Am I going to like see a crash bike at the next turn that I'm supposed to take? Well, and then at that point, yeah, the people who can see you behind you are following you and you don't know where you're going. You're like, I don't know, man. It's like, Oh, he stole the ride. But I guess in a, you know, on a 50 mile ride, you imagine it's a lot of long straight roads. Yeah, yeah that was a that's a long one. That's what the next that one's supposed a, to be like, right? The one that's coming up, 100 mile ride. No, what rally? What are you talking about? The one you guys are going to Moped Spring Break. Yeah, Moped Spring Break. Moped Spring Break. Yeah, yeah, we're doing Moped Spring Break. Down in North Carolina. I'm not, I can't. I can't go to it. I wish I fucking. I wish I could, but. Yeah, we're a couple over. I can't see you. Like we got a little Airbnb, just like for the Richmond house. So, dude, but, that uh, yeah. was it. Um, Sax G three. Uh, yeah, Amanda. Amanda? Mm-hmm. She's putting a. She's putting in a ton of work. It's oh, crazy. Yeah. I'm like, for one person, and she's like, she's like doing full on rally status. Like, planning planning everything. Yeah, I think, I think it's super I think legit. It, it's legit, and I think if you're a good planner, it makes it easier because a lot of the time when you have a group or a team or a collective or a club and you're planning your rally together, you have too many cooks in the kitchen. Everyone's yep. got an opinion. Oh dude, it's a, it's a planning rallies is a nightmare. I yeah, kind of, yeah. I don't want rather not do it. I like, I, I want to <laughs> kind of, I'm at the point where I don't want to plan a rally. I just want to go to them. Let's just all go to rally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always get pissed off, but I tell the guys and girls in our, in our club, I'm like, listen, man, this, this, like this meeting is important. Like this, this, Getting the fucking emails out one year before we're planning a rally for sponsorship counts because when yeah. the day, when the day comes, the goal is just to press play and just watch it all unfold. So you don't have to do any work during the rally; it's already done. Yeah. 
everything's taken care of. You already know what the food is. You already know what this is. You already know how the ride's going to go. Like, there's no question. So, like, planning a rally sucks. And actually planning. But <laughs> if you do a good job at it and you do it ahead of time. So, like, if, you, if those of you who are listening have never planned a rally and you're, like, looking for sponsorship, six months in advance is, like, the limit. If you want to get, like... Uh, you know, like any kind of weird corporation that you wouldn't think normally would sponsor you, they're definitely not going to sponsor you if they don't have enough heads up. Hey, next week I got this rally thing. <laughs> yeah, try try hit up like uh, like uh, Biltwell. Yeah, Biltwell, I think they're a little more loose, but like uh, you know Ari Helmets or Shoei or something like that. Like you know, like a legit corporation to get free shit, they will give you free <laughs> shit. They absolutely will, one hundred percent of the time. Well, you know, pretty much 100% of the time. As long as you have, like, a good, well-written letter, they will give you anything you ask for. But you got to ask for it early enough. Jason, are you guys, are you guys, uh, are you guys redoing Wet Wet? Or, like, uh, are you guys going to plan that again? Or Yeah, this year's so, going to be, you know? this year's going to be Plant Plant. Because i got a tractor for the farm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I really don't know. Because, like, we're definitely, the club's not, Black Black, as of right now, Black Black's not doing anything this year. Like as a club. Okay, you're not, yeah. So I mean, we kind of did the same thing. It was like, we normally do every other year, and last year was our year, and I was like, you know, I'm not, we're not confident enough this year, and you, like, like Thomas was saying, you want to plan like way ahead of time, so if mm-hmm. we haven't planned a rally by now, then it ain't fucking happening. Yeah, you're behind the ball already. Like, last year we were like, yeah. I think January, we were like full out planning heavy like like weekly or every other weekly meetings scoping spots like researching yeah. too many like, cooks in the kitchen lots of opinions yeah like that whole, the whole nine and we were like you know trying really hard and like pulling our funds together as a club and like it was like a lot of work was going in like trying to plan something cool that was different and it's one of those things where it's like you don't want to do it especially when you're spending a bunch of money and like going all out and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. that's kind of like weird to like mm-hmm. not have anyone show up and like, and right now you'd blow waste, your entire budget yeah, on a raffle bike, blow it and waste it. Like $2,000 <laughs> Honda Hobbit. That would take all your budget right there. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. If you don't have enough people to show up, like I know for most rallies, I know for ours, like raffle ticket sales is a big fucking thing and if you don't have enough people there then you're not recovering funds. it covers everything we'll spend between two and four thousand bucks on a rally and like we don't make any profit of it off yeah, it. It's not like, a, some people do actually figure no. out a way to like come out ahead you know like you know a couple hundred bucks but typically we break slam fucking even yeah. like we come we we, we, get, we always lose money i feel like we 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 tend to lose money but at least it's not you know it's kind of like the club fund yeah we yeah, lose our we lose yeah we lose know? the dues like that's like when yeah, I say exactly. like, we we we, yep. we we break even like yeah we break even on the money we started with but or something but like it's not like that money that we started with is money that we the club members put in to spend on the rally yeah and then and then yeah. what like happens during the rally like oh we're, we're like we ran through three kegs of beer and a hundred cases of paps and like 
the, you know, like that money is still not even accounted for because yeah. you know there's other money that goes out. Oh, like, go oh, buy more. Oh, cheeseburgers and bread and whatever, you know, like pizzas and blah, we blah, blah. We always run out of booze. <laughs> we originally yeah. were bad about that. It's like it'll always, like we, you plan for so much, like this is this is definitely enough. That's enough. And then you look up and it's like, oh, shit, someone go buy more. It's not enough. Yep. Is that, the, like, is that like, the curtain timer I heard? I don't know what that was. It's also like, yo, someone go, <laughs> someone go buy the drugs. Uh, <laughs> where are those at? Like, we we need to stack up party favors. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, what do you think? We think we're to wrap it up. It's getting late. Yeah, it's been like two hours. <laughs> I know. But we've been just hanging out for having sure. a good time. Like, I don't know. That's kind of how it goes. No real plan. But, you know, we talked about some things. I gotta go to bed eventually. Yeah. We'll gotta get some shit done, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jake, thanks for hanging out with us again, buddy. Uh, for those who don't for know, because sure. we didn't really talk about him personally, this is Jake Kane. He was on our our episode we did about his Toby build. You know, fastest Thomas in the country. I know Conan said he's coming for you. Like he's manic mopeds is trying to <laughs> trying to come for you right now. He's got that new crazy uh, bit turbo by crank pipes built. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm uh yeah that's that's fucking cool to I think I might have already said this maybe it was on the voicemail but it's cool that like people are doing some of this stuff like you know kind of inspired by my bike uh to 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 really make those fast Tomos motors it's I gotta get back into it you know like I'm I haven't done anything with it it's it kind of just works right now which is which is awesome yeah. to be able to say like that I've put so much work into it and now it actually like it goes, you know, I, I, the last three moped GPs, uh, Midwest that I was at, I haven't opened the motor. Like it's been, I just go there with the same bike. It runs every year and I just keep racing. So right now there's kind of a pause on all that because uh, there's not really a lot of racing going on, but yeah. yeah, man. Like, uh, Conan, I'd love to see people put out like different challenges. I need to get my ass into gear and like actually do like a top speed run on the thing. And yeah, dude, we're still, that'd be we, fun. Dude, to... we're still waiting to hear the numbers. <laughs> I know. I bought a, I know, fucking, right? I bought that'd a radar be, that'd be gun fun to be able to post 70, 73, I think is the, uh, still the top <laughs> moped speed. Is that if I, if I can remember correctly, next, the next rally I come out to, I'm bringing my radar gun. I want to see what's on the For a moped or for a Tomo specifically? For, for a moped, I think it was a Pook. Um, I feel like I feel like one. I feel like somebody posted one that was going like almost eighty or eighty or something recently. Rob Rito bike doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, man. it wasn't that one. But yeah, I mean, as far as yeah, I I, I know mine goes zero to like 58 in like a block right now with the with the race gearing it's fucking it's quick it's fucking shredding yeah <laughs> like 58 for, for most people for is, sure. yeah, 50, seen, 58 for most people is like the goal yeah we've seen the videos dude the, you like uh on the start line of those races <laughs> it's like yeah right. it just rockets <laughs> off the fucking line see ya, everybody it's just uh and then you take the first turn and they all catch I, I'm, up i'm gonna work on uh I want to get some more gears machine too and like play around with that more. And, uh, but yeah, I want, I want people to do, do more and fucking, yeah, call me out. Let's see, let's see what, see what other people can do. 
you know, it only t- it only took him like five years to catch up to the technology that I had. So, <laughs> yeah. there, there's my shit talking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. All right, dude. We're gonna roll. Thanks for hanging out, man. All right, later, dude. Yeah, appreciate later. you being on the show. We'll catch up with you the next ride or rally or fucking next podcast or whatever the fuck we're doing. So. Something or uh, well, um, July fourth. I think I'm medallions that I uh, that I made. Oh yeah. Well, we got the. Uh, Yeah, maybe Ashley's DRC will yeah. be up and running good then. I can loan it out finally. Fucking, fucking ain't right. Cool. All right, homie. See All ya. All right. Later, Jake. Later. Peace out. Well, fun hey, times, man. Right, that was a good show. Thanks, Jake, for calling in. Mad proper. <laughs> Thanks for uh, being in my thoughts. Buying all the bikes. Thanks, Moped Army, for being in my thoughts. If you keep in score, you lose each time.